Hello and welcome to Franchise Me. I'm Ryan. I'm Andrew. And this is the show where two friends, sometimes three, go on a journey to find the ultimate movie franchise. Each week we'll talk about a film or films in a series, breaking them down and seeing if they are truly worthy of being in a franchise. As we finish different series, we'll compare and rank them among each other in order to find out which one is truly the best. Oh, you're energized. This week we assemble one last time for a massive breakdown of Phase 1 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Andrew, here we are. Yeah, dude. Another week. I feel the energy, man. Here I love we it. are. Yes. Another retrospective. Another retrospective. And new we... Andrew. New oh Andrew's here. God, we're doing an announcement. Here. Yes, we have a big announcement. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting up and walking around because I can Ooh. do that. Thank you. You've Thank you uh, you've been working on that that next franchise. I've been in the mud for yeah. a long time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ready to, and I'm ready to reemerge. I think. Yes. Puppet oh, Master. Puppet Master. Puppet Master's coming. <laughs> yeah, it's coming. Um, I've been working yeah, on Axis um, of Evil. <laughs> yeah, welcome to our retrospective episode. Uh, this, you know, this is where we kind of just take one week to kind of reflect on the franchise we've talked about. And have come one, you know, last conversations. And the big thing, obviously, is that we break down the whole extended franchise. And we look at this. This, is, this, this one's a little different because it's part mm-hmm. of it. It's only, I only have things related to... Phase one, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, um, but yeah, it, it's going to be again. It's going to be a little different because this is only half of a, not even half. It's only part of a franchise. It's yeah. one one right now. It's one fifth of a franchise. So we don't like when it comes to like the future of the franchise and stuff like that. We kind of know all that. Yeah. You know what I mean. So it's uh, going to be an interesting, different type of conversation. It'll be fun. It'll be We're fun. Have fun. Um, but you know, MCU Phase One, man, it's been it's been a, a ride. Yeah, it was fun though. I was I'm really happy we revisited these films. Yeah. Um, as I said, I really hadn't seen these films in a really long time, so for me, it was kind of like uh, just nice to go back down memory lane and rewatch these films. And I actually finally got like reviews on all of them, like on my letterbox. I finally been yeah. like, keeping up reviews, and I'm like finally just keeping up with it and getting stuff in. But uh, this has been a really nice trip down memory lane. It really reminded me why I love the MCU in the first place. Yeah. That's what I'll say. Yeah, It's been just fun revisiting everything. I mean, uh, we kind of talked about it in other episodes, but uh, I love how little baggage there is yeah. in these movies. Um, everything feels wide open. Uh, and each of them is just like, you know, it's just an, it's just nice to check in on the characters at the beginning again. Yeah. Mm. This, this uh, franchise has been like kind of special to me because it just feels, this feels like the most natural I've always been, and, and me and you are. I've always been pretty natural, but like, this is just the conversations that we would be having between the three of us anyway. Naturally, naturally, because <laughs> you know, um, yeah. and I think organically they're very organic conversations. Because whether this mic's here or not, yeah, these this is our this used to be like our Saturday night. We'd get together and oh, yeah. sit in the room and have these conversations. It's just. A little bit more structured, a little bit more whatever, you know what right. I mean? But yeah. even even the fun facts. I was like, did you know that Chris Evans was holding his, his chin? Like, you know, we, we, it, it, that's how we do, you know? Like, um, He's covering up his beard. He's doing another role. <laughs> like, you know, it, 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 it's just, it brings me back to, you know, good times, man. Yeah. You know, good times. And again, we've, we've seen a lot of these movies together. Yes. Maybe not phase yeah. one specifically, but, you know, we mentioned Andrew, you know, phase original. Two, really, when we started. Well, we're, we're, you, you know, me and you, original recipe, uh, saw uh, two of these. To, no, three of these together. Yeah. And I think we saw at least one, but I feel like we also saw, I think we also saw Captain America I feel like together. during phase two is when we started going yeah. together. Well, me, yeah. I remember, trust me, I remember. The day we saw Winter Soldier, 
or you had already seen it, but on the day I saw Winter Soldier because that was a that was a fun day. Mm-hmm. I, I remember I, Iron Man three. Was that with you? Uh, I saw it. I saw it after I saw um, Olympus Has Fallen, but I think I might have went back with you. <laughs> you might have seen. It. <laughs> I, I went. We I went. To, the, I the went to go see Olympus Has Fallen with a group uh-huh. of people. Um, and then we were on our way out, and me and one other person like saw the stand. Like they put up the sale, like the for sale sign for the Iron Man three tickets. So we're like, oh, right, we'll go because it was like the Thursday night before. Right, right. And the guy, the, the guy in the box was like, oh, good choice. And I mean, it ended up not being that good of a choice, I guess. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we saw a lot of these together, and I remember, yeah, we saw a lot, of, a lot of them, and it's just good times, man. And yeah. and and it's funny to, they're special. They're special to me. They they're I've seen. Up until recently, and besides Story of the Dark World, I've seen basically all of these in theaters. It was Story of the Dark World, Black Widow. Um, I saw Shang Chi in a, in a drive. We saw Shang Chi in a drive-through, so I guess right. that counts. Um, and then I missed Ant Man, and that that's it. Right, right. Uh, but besides that, like I've seen all these in theaters. Like I love these movies. I I've lived these movies for a long time. Like yeah, uh, this was a lot, a lot of fun to do because it was a lot of information I already knew. Yeah. So it was, it was a special, it's been a special franchise and I, I yeah. enjoy any time I get to sit down with the two of you and have conversations about this yes, stuff. Yes, I agree. It's mutual. The feeling is I can mutual. tell, I can tell your emotion. You're getting a little emotional. I'm trying to keep it in. I can tell. But I think, you know, we've had some really long conversations, some good conversations over the last couple of weeks. Do we want to just jump into this yes, and break this down, I, am I think? ready for this whole retrospective that we're going to do for phase one hopefully it's not huge but i think it'll be fun okay so we're going to start with the franchise let's do it what franchise are we doing uh mcu phase one yeah absolutely um we have the movies andrew can you give me a rundown of the movies in this franchise yes i can we have iron man we have the incredible hulk we have iron man 2 we have thor we have captain america the first avenger and we have the avengers okay this is the part where we usually do the movies ranked by box office and Rotten Tomatoes score and all that. I f***ed up. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. I f***ed up. Uh, oh, nice. I have a kid. Uh, I, I forgot to do it. You I don't know, have I, it. I'm going to be 100% with you. I'm, I'm sick of the kid excuse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all good, man. Um, look, uh, I feel like... Uh, I'm going to... Look. We know what number one is. Number one is the Avengers. Number one is the Avengers. Look, yeah. let's just do it off um, the top of our heads. Let's yeah. make it a guessing game. Number one is the Avengers. We'll number two is Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2. Yeah, sure. Iron Man 2. Number one... Iron, Iron, Iron Man, right? Or is Number Thor. three? Number sorry, three. Sorry, number three. Number three, three is three. Thor. Thor Iron Man. I, don't I think it's Iron Man. I think, I think it's Iron, Iron Man, Man too. Okay, it's Iron Man. Iron Man as well. Yeah, we, we can... And then probably Thor. And then last is Captain America. Captain America. The Incredible Hulk. Oh, the Incredible Hulk! Yeah, That's the Incredible last. Hulk. Yeah, the Incredible yeah. Hulk. Last. Yeah. I forgot about it. To be honest with you, I forgot. I forgot about it. So <laughs> I have a kid. Yeah, um, you have a kid now. <laughs> you're a father now. I'm, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but yeah. I'm a father now. Yeah. But yeah, that's. Uh, well, there you go. That's that. Uh, we. Uh, there, that's not wrong. What we just said. Correct. <laughs> we know it is. Um, and that's it. That's all we got. This is why I keep telling Tony. We need to get him in this room. Mm-hmm. Like, my ideal thing is him in this room. I told him he needs to be the guy. And every now and then he goes, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Gives us the info. That's good. So, with some breaking news here. Oh, okay. Avengers. $1.5 billion. Oh, my goodness. We have... Wait, I, I wow. got it. Andrew's wife, new Andrew's wife, Danielle, came in clutch with the information. Mm-hmm. Thank came you, Danielle. Clutch. You're welcome. You're <laughs> 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 Nicely done. Nicely done. Say hello. 
Hello. As your payment, you have 15 seconds. Tell me about Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia is the best movie ever made, and when there's a third one, I'll be back. <laughs> but you'll see me for my big fat Greek wedding one, two, and three, because that is my top five, whether they invite me back or not. She'll be there. I'll be there. Hey, you saved her ass, so, you know. Go Mama there's your Mia. payment. Okay, go ahead. Starting <laughs> better than Mamma Mia. There, I said it again. What about Cooper? Same thing. So, yes. We got the Avengers. Thank you, Dan. Uh, $1.5 billion. Okay, okay. Iron Man 2, $621 yeah. really? million. Dollars. No, that's what I, I said that, didn't I? No, I think we... Oh, maybe we did. I did. Iron yeah, Man 3, sure. $585. Iron Man 3? Iron Man at number 3. <laughs> Iron Man at number 3. There you go. There you $585 million. Okay. Dollars. What do we think number 4 is? It's okay. Thor, right? Is it not Thor? What do we think? I'm going to say Captain America. It's Thor. It's Thor. Thor. Yeah. Okay. Thor, four. $449 million. Then it's Captain America. Oh, then right, because Captain America was disappointing. Captain right. America, the first Avenger, right. at $370 right. million. Dollars. Yeah, I know. I'm an idiot. And then, thank you. Thank you, Daniel. And then, good having you here. The Incredible really. Norton. <laughs> the Incredible Norton. The Incredible, the incredible Norton. Mr. Norton. A Wes Anderson movie at $265 million. A <laughs> Wes Anderson movie. <laughs> So there we Thank go. Thank you very much. Uh, I do have I really that, uh, that. this Asteroids, phase, Asteroid City, phase soon. one of the uh, of the of the MCU. Yeah, has a total box office growth of three point eight billion dollars worldwide. That's unbelievable, isn't yeah. it? It's <laughs> amazing. Aren't, aren't they above that now? It's like ten billion. Oh no, it's, it's yeah, like they're one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like man. Um, that's incredible. It's it's way they have like they have like the number one, two, three, four, five spots in like franchise like Jeez. grossing or whatever. Like it's insane. Like yeah. yeah, it's they're constantly like they're they're like constantly the number one grossing. That's some sweet Disney. That's some sweet Disney money. Mm. Oh, God, <laughs> just wait till Avatar seventeen. Yeah, two billion dollars, buddy. I know. Way of water. I know, man. That's general audiences are stupid. Two billion dollars, stupid. They're gonna lay off people. You know, Disney's still going to do those layoffs. All right. Well, I'm sorry for my uh, my mistake, but uh, it's okay. okay. It just gets us through a little bit faster because guess what, guys? It's time to talk about that extended franchise. Let's do it. We have uh, quite a bit here. Um, again, not as much as you would think because, you know, you're thinking probably all of Marvel, right? But it's yes. only Phase 1. I have things only related to Phase 1. Obviously, some things are going to bleed in a little bit, but uh, there's no Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. here because it started in Phase 2. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Like the timeline was no Netflix shows didn't right. start doing this, but we can talk about the one shots. Mm. One shots. One shots. Uh, throughout Phase One, Marvel released several one shots to accompany the Blu-ray releases of their films. There was a couple in Phase Two as well, but I have only the Phase One ones. Um, the Consultant is a 2011 short film starring Clark Gregg as Phil Coulson and Max Milano Hernandez as Agent Sitwell, and archive footage of William Hurt as General Ross. Ross Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark, and Tim Roth as The Abomination. Yeah! Uh, the film is set after Iron Man 2 and The Incredible Hulk and features a conversation between S.H.I.E.L.D. agents Phil Coulson and Jasper Sitwell about how the World Security Council wants Emil Blonsky slash The Abomination in the Avengers Initiative against Nick Fury's wishes, so they send the consultant, Tony Stark, to annoy General Ross to the point that he will not allow The Abomination out of prison. I watched this. Yes. I did watch it. I, I said I, I was going to watch these. really enjoyable. It's enjoyable. It's yeah. fun. Um, yeah. Uh, so short, too. It's only like four yeah. minutes. I know. Yeah. 
I was like, oh, these are really short. Yeah, it's fun. I liked it. Uh, this short uses the end credit scene from The Incredible Hulk to retroactively fit the story of the MCU. I love that they did that. Gotta fix it. it. Doesn't, otherwise, it doesn't make sense. The short that was directed by Latham and written by Eric Pearson. Okay. Um, the short was shot over two to three days and was written after another short, A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to Thor's Hammer, used up 80% of the budget Marvel <laughs> reserved for two shorts. <laughs> so I Mar- that one too. Mar- and we'll talk about that in just a minute. But Marvel said, here's some money. You can make two shorts. They filmed The Funny Thing Happened on the Way to Thor's Hammer and used up almost everything. Yeah. <laughs> so then we have enough for two people sitting in a, in a diner having a conversation. Yeah. And we intersplice old footage yes. into that. Uh, it's a blast. It was released on the Blu-ray slash digital release of Thor on September 13th, nice. 2011. Uh, a Funny Thing Happened on the Way to Thor's Hammer. It's a 2011 short directed by Latham and written by Eric Pearson and stars Clark Gregg as Agent Phil Coulson. The film is set before Thor and sees Phil Coulson on his way to Albuquerque, New Mexico, when he stops at a gas station and finds himself among a robbery. It was filmed over two to three days and was released on October 25th, 2011, on the Captain America, the first Avenger, Blu-ray. Yeah, that's a fun... Uh, I watched yeah. that one, too. That's yeah. a fun one, too. Yeah, It's just, nice with Disney+. Plus. We can easily just access them so much easier. Everything's now. just right there. Yep. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the, the those, those two? Uh, I think they're so ones. much fun. I think it's cool that Marvel's trying to expand the universe in little ways outside the movies early on. Obviously, they're doing that now with the shows. Yeah. It's like a very, very, very mini special presentation. Yeah. And I sort of like that model more. Like, I like, like, the one-offs almost more than the shows sometimes. So I like it. It's it's a fun way to sort of, um, you know, to flesh out the universe before they have the capacity to make shows and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Item 47. Mm. As a 2012 really like this one. short film. Yeah. And it's directed by Luis D. D. Uh, Luis D. Esposito and written by Eric Pearson. It stars Lizzie Kaplan, Jesse Bradford, Maximiliano Hernandez, and Titus Wellifer. Have you seen this one? I didn't watch this one. This is the only one I didn't watch. Um, the short is about a down-on-their-luck couple who find a Chitauri weapon left over from the Battle of New York and use it to perform robberies. Alert- alerting S.H.I.E.L.D. who then try to track them down. This nice. one really feels like a way early precursor to um, a Spider-Man... Uh, 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 fresh uh, homecoming. Homecoming. Yeah. Because they, like they literally show them cleaning up uh, the wreckage. Oh, nice. Of all the weapons and nice. everything. So it's like, yeah. and Lizzie Kaplan's really. I, I like her in this a lot. Yeah. Mm. It's a little bit longer. They, they they flesh it a little bit more. Nice. It was shot over four days and it's twelve minutes long. Yes. Yeah. So it's a little yeah. Um, the idea came from Pearson and Diaspacito after watching the Avengers and thinking about the weapons that must have been left over. Uh, apparently, Eric Pearson and executive producer Brad Winderbaum had an idea for a third short involving the funeral of Agent Phil Coulson, but they did not want to rely on Coulson after the first two shorts. Right. So they wanted to go with something a little different. Hmm. Um, the short was released on September 25th, 2012, on the Avengers Blu-ray. The short is credited to leading to the creation of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. with Bob Iger greenlighting the show after watching the short. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and Titus Welliver reprises his role as Felix Blake in a guest role on the show. Is Sitwell... In the short, he is. Yep. He is. Yeah, yeah, and, and they they uh, at the end of it, she be, Lizzie Kaplan becomes an agent. Yeah, but I don't think she doesn't return. I don't think. No, she doesn't. But the other guy does, I believe. Yeah, that's not a good get. We need so. Lizzie Kaplan. I know she's she's Lizzie great Kaplan. in it. Yeah. Talking about a waste of a character in the MCU. There's one little short. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I really like this one. Yeah. Um, it's really creative and clever. Um, and it's a cool way to tie everything in. Yeah. And it's a great way to re- to tell the story without relying on. Any characters that we know, well, we we know Jasper Sitwell. That's it. Yeah, it's a complete spinoff. Yeah, uh, it was interesting because they really hadn't done much of that. Yeah, yeah. it's really cool. Check uh, it out. 
Comics. Here we go. To coincide the release of the film, Marvel released tie-in comics to tell additional stories about existing characters or make connections between MCU product projects. I'm going to list 60 years of... I'm just kidding. Uh, some of these are adaptations of movies, some of these are set in the MCU, and some are inspired by the MCU, but are not considered canon or set in the universe. So basically, they use comics to... Some of them are literally just ads to sell products and sell things. Okay. Some of them are continuations and connections to this is what happens in between these movies or before right. this movie. Right, right, right. And some of them are like kind of like alternate realities like... This is what happened in this one, but it's not necessarily canon. You know what I mean? Are they so, all non-canon? Not all of them. Some of them are canon. Okay. Some of them are actually canon. So I'm going to run through these as quickly as possible, Please. but we can talk about them a little bit. Because I have quite a bit here. It's, but some of these do... We do have to talk about some of these. Really? Iron Man okay. 2, Public Identity, is a three-issue tie-in comic uh, that is set before the events of Iron Man. The story features flashbacks of Howard Stark's partnership with Anton Vanko, that, that's mentioned in the film. Uh, so the story focuses on the aftermath of Tony's identity reveal, the government slash General Ross trying to get their hands on Stark's technology, Ross working with Justin Hammer, and S.H.I.E.L.D. analyzing Tony's actions. The book was written by Joe Casey and Justin Thoreau, with art by Barry Kilson, and was released in 2010. Nice. Uh, this comic also shows how Tony met Ross and that Tony created Jarvis in memory of Edwin Jarvis, mm. Howard's butler. Edwin Jarvis would later go on to be featured in Agent Carter and Avengers Endgame. Love that tie-in. So, yeah, that's a good way to tie it in, right? Yeah. 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 I like it. And if it. I think this is one, you know, I try to mention if it's canon or not canon. Some of these, like, they're so insignificant that it doesn't matter anyway, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, Iron Man 2, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a one-issue tie, issue tie-in comic set before and during the events of Iron Man 2. It is made up of three separate stories involving S.H.I.E.L.D. These are Who Made Who, featuring Nick Fury trying to get intel on Tony Stark, just Off the Farm, featuring Phil Coulson helping to train new agents. And Proximity, featuring Natasha Romanoff going undercover at Stark Industries that's to get close funny. to Tony. You know, the mm. farm, they, they, that's what they refer to as and the... Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is like the headquarters where they train the farm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, the Proximity farm. ends with Natasha's introduction to Tony from the film. It was released in September of 2010. Okay. Captain America, First Vengeance. It's I'm nice. sorry. <laughs> Can you say that again? First vengeance. First, first vengeance. vengeance. First vengeance. First vengeance. Is this like uh, Red Captain America? I have no <laughs> idea. Russian. Uh, it's yeah. an eight-part digital comic set during the events of Captain America, the First Avenger. It was written by Fred Van, Van Lent with art by Neil Edwards and Luke Ross. It was released from February to June 2011. The book depicts Steve's war against Hydra while giving backstory on Steve Rogers, Bucky Barnes, Johan Schmidt, Howard Stark, and Dum Dum Dugan oh. and the Howling Commanders. I was hoping for Dum Dum Dugan. Dum Dum Dugan. Dum Dum Dugan. Captain America. the dumbest name ever written. I like that. Dum Dum Dugan. Yeah, there he is. Good old Dum Dum. Captain America First Vengeance Part 2. Like First Blood Part 2. That's a, um, such a stupid title. The Avengers Prelude, Fury's Big Week, is a limited series comic Fury's book. Fury's Big Week. That is a prequel to The Avengers. Is that for children? It was written by Christopher Yost and Eric Pearson with art by Luke Ross. It was released from March 7th to April 8th, 2012. The story retells the events of Iron Man 2, Thor, The Incredible Hulk, and Captain America, The First Avenger, revealing that they all took place in the same week. Of course they did. Later somewhat canonized by the yeah. one if. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Marvel's The Avengers... Uh, Black Widow strikes 
is a three-issue comic that was released from May 2nd to June 6th, 2012. It was written by Fred Van Lent with art by Neil Edwards. It is set between Iron Man 2 and the Avengers. It depicts Black Widow on missions as well as her, comp- as well as her competing against a fan for the mantle of Black Widow. Oh, it shows wow. uh, where she bought the high heels. In yes, the first exactly, exactly. It's That's more cool. of her just undressing in front of Happy in the car. Yeah, it's a lot of that. It's almost all that. Yeah, yeah. it's like a flip book. Um, so adaptation. I you're wondering who uh, Green with that. <laughs> oh, it's Ike! Ike's back! That was all me, baby. That was all, um, all me. Adaptations. So these are just straight-up adaptations of the movies into comics. So Iron Man, I Am Iron Man is a two-issue comic adaptation of the first Iron Man film. The comic was written by Peter David with art by Sean Chen. It was released in 2010 and features panels of additional scenes not in the film. Peppa's breasts. <laughs> uh, Ike, you got to calm down, man. Ike. <laughs> Marvel's Iron Man 2 is a two-issue comic released in 2012, written by Christos Engage with art by Raymond, Ra- Ra- uh, Raymond Rosanas. It is an adaptation of the second Iron Man film. Yes, it's a good one. I love one. the I, Iron Man 2. We needed it. Marvel Store is a two-issue comic released in 2013, written by Christos Engage with art by Lan Medina. It is an adaptation of the first Thor film. Yeah. Marvel's Captain America, The First Avenger, is a two-issue comic released in 2013, written by Peter David, with art by Wellington Elves. It is an adaptation of the first Captain America film. So they just were doing comic just tie-ins, doing, and they yeah, were just adi- doing... Straight-up adaptations of the movie. I yeah. really enjoy when they just, <clears throat> before they make a movie, they just make a version of that character that looks like that character. Yeah, yeah. that's fun. Uh, that's Marvel's The Avengers is a two-issue comic released in 2015, written by Will Corona uh, Pilgrim. Unfortunate name. Will uh, Corona. Will Corona Pilgrim. <laughs> this sucks. Will Corona You gotta Pilgrim. change that one. Come on. Hated by the world, but loved by Vin Diesel. <laughs> uh, with art by Joe Bennett, it is an adaptation of the first that Avengers really film. You gotta change your name, man. Will Corona. Oh, That's man. Tough luck. Um, MC- so now we have MCU-inspired comics that are not canon. Yeah. But they're inspired by the MCU. Non-canon. Uh, Iron Man Fast Friends is a two-issue 2008, me. <laughs> 2008 comic written by Paul. I got this one. Fast <laughs> Friends. I'm going to tell you all about this one. Fast Friends is about that threesome with Ghost Space Killer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a foursome. It's a fo- I'm so sorry. It's a foursome. It was a foursome. And they were all paid for and it. And they were all paid for it. Uh, it is a two-issue 2008 comic written. It was written. non-consent. I want to be very clear. Written by Paul Tobin with art by Ronan Cliquet. And explores the friendship between Tony and Rhodey. Yay. The Incredible Hulk, The Fury Files, is a two-issue comic at, uh, released in yeah. 2008, written by Frantine, with art by Salvador Espin. It is a prequel to the film and depicts Nick Fury discovering rumors of General Ross trying to recreate the Super Soldier Serum, right. Fury tracking down Bruce Banner, and witnessing his transformation into the Hulk. Frank Teen believed the comic to be canon at the time, but has since been ignored in the timeline. He thought it was? He like, thought it was, like, yeah. Why would he think it was? Because I guess they told him it was, and then they were like, yeah. It doesn't, doesn't. Maybe he just wrote it, and he's like, yeah, it's canon. And then he just kind of like put it out there, and they were like, no, no, it's not. Nick Fury, Spies Like Us, is a single-issue comic released in 2008, written by Joe Coromagna, with art by Hugo Petrus. It depicts Nick Fury on spy missions. Mm. Yeah. Captain America and Thor Avengers is a single issue collection of two stories featuring Captain America and Thor. The first story is titled U Base and features Captain America and the Howling Commandos invading a Hydra base. That's fun. The second is Citadel of Sp- Spires. 
and sees Thor, Sif, and Loki having to team up to save Fandral. The collection was released in 2011 and was written by Fred Van Lent with art by Ron Lim. Uh, Zach, see, Zach Levi's. Gotta uh, save Fandral. Zach save Levi's Fandral. Fandral. Everybody um, loves him. The Avengers Initiative is a comic that sees an intruder breaking into the S.H.I.E.L.D. helicarrier and looks at Nick Fury's files for the Avengers candidates. Whoa. It is revealed that the break-in was a test from Nick Fury and the intruder was all gone. Whoa. Wow. That's so shocking. This is what I want to talk about. Okay. Sponsored comics. Okay. Sponsored. This is comics uh, based off of the MCU adaptation. So like you said, the, the characters look like the actors, but they're like... Sponsored by brands, various brands, and a lot of them. So have is there product placement? A lot of product oh, placement. Okay. I love it. Um, Iron Man Two: Fists of Iron is a sponsored comic book released in 2010, written by Paul Tobin with art by Patrick Olaf, Scott Koblish, and Kai Pham. The book was sponsored by Audi and features Tony driving an Audi R8. Fists of Iron is yep. what they came up with. Yep. You gotta be kidding me. Iron Man, The Price of Doing Business is a Disney comic written by Mark Semmerich. Sponsored by CD Bank. Art by Albert <laughs> Caress Gordon. It was sponsored by Sega and given out with a pre-order of the what? Iron Man video game. Sega has money for that? <laughs> it feels like they can only like... Have Sega... It feels like they have enough to just turn out a Sonic game every few years. It is inspired by the MCU but not considered canon and features information that contradicts the MCU. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Iron Man Security Measures is a Disney digital comic written by an Iron Man, Christos right? Gage with art by Hugo Petrus. It was sponsored by Walmart and was included with the Walmart two-disc set of Iron Man. It is not considered canon. Was it, did have Iron Man get like a doorbuster sale? <laughs> did he go, does, he, does he go in for the <laughs> rollback prices? He's, he's meeting the, the gingerbread man that was the mascot of Walmart. Uh, the Incredible Hulk, the big picture. Is a Disney motion comic written by Peter David with art by Dave Ross. It covers the origin of the Hulk and how he ended up in South America. It was sponsored by Walmart and included with included with the Walmart two disc set of The Incredible Hulk. Hulk now, smash Walmart. Some of these don't have like actual tie-ins. Hulk it's just smash. like Walmart's. It's a Walmart exclusive with the Damn with on. the DVD or whatever. Yeah. But Hulk it, smash yeah. poor people. Oh my god. Iron Man limited edition. <laughs> Iron Man Limited Edition is a 2010 comic that was sponsored by LG as part of a partnership with Marvel and combines augmented reality and exclusive content and promotion for Iron Man 2. I hate this. Whatever that means. Iron Man Will Online Evils Prevail is a 2010 comic sponsored by Norton and is inspired by the MCU but is not canon. The story focuses on Tony Stark's identity being stolen by hackers and at the end of the story asks the reader a question that will ask for an alternate ending. Tony Stark... Would never get hacked because he's like the guy. He has Norton security systems. <laughs> yes, not Stark security. Can you imagine systems. how on the nose that is. <laughs> oh, like, oh no, it's all <laughs> up. Wait, Norton? Could you imagine like? It's just an ad. That was not a comic. You, yeah, that's, you basically just said Jarvis means nothing. Right. Uh, Iron Man Two security breach. Or sorry, I'm sorry. Iron Man. Iron Man Royal Purple Custom Comic. Is a 2010 comic with art by Giancarlo Caracuzzo. It features Tony Stark on a mission and finds him along for the ride during a car race. It acts as Italian Iron Man 2 and is sponsored by Royal Purple. I don't even know what that is. Is that a car company like or is that like a crown? Yeah, is that I like think a liquor? I think I'm going to be a liquor, but I'm not sure. It's it's a crown Royal. Iron Man 2 Security Breach is a 2010 comic written by Joe Caramagna with art by Jacobo Kamagni. It seized 10 rings, forcing Tony's girlfriend, Lena, to steal from him. It was sponsored by Target. 
Royal Purple Synthetic Oil. There you go. It's oh, an oil okay. company. It's, a, it's an oil company. It's all of course. It's just oil for your car. It's just oil for your car. Thor, The Mighty Avengers, a 2011 digital Keep comic. Drilling. Written by Brian J. L. Glantz, with art by Ig Gupra. It sees Thor, Sif, and Loki entering the Virtue Challenge. It is sponsored by Burger King and released on their oh, website. God. Burger King? Thor Rescue. The whole it's... idea was that you want a Whopper. Thor, Thor ends at eating a Whopper. <laughs> Thor Rescue is a 2011 digital comic that acts as a prequel to the first Thor film. It features a young Thor and Sif on an adventure in the wilderness of Asgard. It was sponsored by Dr. Pepper and was released on their website. Their royal adventure through the forest to get a Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Captain America... Come, Sif. We're going to Midgard to get Dr. Pepper. Captain America, sure evil lurks said. everywhere. 23 secret flavors. <laughs> this, 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 is a, this is a big one. Captain America Evil Lurks Everywhere is a 2011 one-shot comic written by Stan Lee with art by Mark Armstrong. It ties into the first Captain America film and can only be obtained by buying a Norton Internet Security 2011 (laughs) or Norton Antivirus 2011 (laughs) software package. The comic was made in 3D and came with a set of Captain America-themed 3D glasses. It features a young boy reading a Captain America comic inspired by his Avengers. Come on, Stan. Come on. Come on. Come on, Stan. That's the novelty, because they probably pitched as a sure, Stan Lee's last comic. Sure, I'll write it. You have to buy a 2011, specifically. Norton, 11, Norton Antivirus. God almighty, that's funny. That's really funny. And the Avengers, Iron Man Mark, Se- Iron Man Mark 7 is a 2012 interactive comic written by Fred Van Lent with art by Steve Kruth. It focuses on the history of Tony Stark and the evolution of his suits. Tony realizes that... Colentote uh, bracelets play a role in the most recent version of his armor. It was released by Marvel, Marvel Custom Solutions and Colentote. I don't know. It's a, you think that there's like it's a, a bracelet company? There's like a niche following for these type of tie-in comics. Yeah, probably, yeah. probably. There's yeah. got to be, right? People are collecting them. Somebody's yeah. collecting it. Collecting it. So mm-hmm. weird. It's like if anything you think that could be collected is probably being collected. Yeah. And there's probably somebody getting all these comics. And now, they're probably going to sell it one day for like $5 million. See, yeah. like some of them don't bother me, like the ones like that were released for the movies, because it's just like, oh, we'll try to yeah, prompt them to buy or, yeah, or stuff like here. Hello Fresh Guardians of the Galaxy stuff. Yeah, it's... actually look pretty cool. It's not... Mar- it's not... Walmart being like, oh, Tony Stark goes to a Walmart in their comic. But like where it's like he's <laughs> driving an Audi or he's, you know, he's using the oil. Or the Norton one. The Norton one is so bad. Because so there's no way to tie it in except all of my computers are hacked. Here's Norton. Here's Norton. Oh, no, to be fair, I don't know if he actually uses Norton in the comics, but I'm assuming he probably does. Tony Stark goes to Walmart to purchase Norton security. And he only gets the 2011 version. Or it's, it's that's the all, <laughs> you know, it's all like um, done to show like why you need Norton. Like I bet you in there, even sure. if he doesn't use Norton, he's probably like, this wouldn't have happened if I had Norton. Right. Like I still really want Tony Stark going to Walmart to buy like an alligator kiddie pool or something. I don't know why he needs it, but he, just just to do it. Look at all this cool stuff they have. Here. He just sends the the robots, the robot arms. Yeah. You I, dummy, go get it. Let's talk about video games. <laughs> Iron Man is a Disney video game based off of the film. The game was published by Sega yes, uh, and was released on Nintendo DS, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, Wii, Xbox, Xbox 360, PSP, and Microsoft Windows. Along with following the plot of the movie, the game also adds classic elements of Iron Man and Marvel lore. The enemies in the game are made up of advanced idea mechanics, AIM, uh-huh. uh, the Magia crime family, 
and the Ten Rings Terrorist Organization. I had this game. Yeah, I did too. I had this game. I played it. Uh, I really liked it. Uh, I remember in the very beginning of the game when you're breaking out of the cave, they just put Iron Man by Black Sabbath on loop. <laughs> and it would just keep... You couldn't... Like, you couldn't get Stop away from it. Again. Song. It just kept playing until you beat the level. So you were, like, going through the level, and it's like... Bam, 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 bam. And then it would, this song would end, and then it would loop back, and it would start all over again. And you're just like, I just want to beat this f- level. Um, <laughs> like, And I can't listen to the song anymore because I'm like, I just can't do it. I love the Magia crime family. Do you know like, the origins of that? I don't know the origins, but I know they're in like a, a bunch. That of they, they couldn't use, because the, the comics codes and all that back in the day, they couldn't use Mafia. So they just so they changed the Magia. letters to the name. The Magia. The Magia. And that's how they used that. So I just love like that's like their creative way right. around all that. There's a lot of that kind of stuff if you right. if you go back far Dimagia. enough. Magia. Um, the game features the supervillains Black Blacklash, Controller, Titanium Man, Melter, and Ironmonger. Terrence Howard, Sean Tube, and Robert Downey Jr. voiced their roles from the film. Uh, Downey oh, Jr. in a special appearance from Mickey Rourke. <laughs> Downey Jr. <laughs> Ivan Vanko. Apparently only. I my bird. Downey Jr. apparently only voices Tony Stark. Not Iron game. Man. Not Iron Man. Oh, from what I understand. I don't know why. That sounds like a deal. Uh, the DS version received mixed reviews, and the Xbox 360 and PS3 versions received average scores. The game was critically panned for gameplay, graphics, and control frustrations. The game sold 2.6 million copy- copies as of March 2009. Yeah, uh, that's pretty good. The it's game serious. sold, but it was that was towards the end of movie yeah. tie-in games. Well, there's one for almost all of these. <laughs> the Incredible Hulk is a 2008 video game Can't based wait. off of the film and was released on Xbox 360, I PS2, PS3, Wii, and Microsoft yeah. Windows. And was published by Sega. Tell us about the game. I don't know if I have this one. I have this one too. Yeah. Did you guys have the one where you were just the whole rampaging? So, all right, we'll talk. Let me read this, yeah. and we'll talk about it. The game features the voices of Edward Norton, Liv Tyler, Tim Roth, Tim Blake Nelson, and William Hurt. The game features an open-world Manhattan, and all objects and buildings in the city are destructible, and fragments of items can be used as weapons. The game tracks the threat level of the Hulk, which causes the military to use more powerful equipment to try and stop the Hulk, and the highest threat level features Tony Stark appearing in his Hulkbuster armor. Oh, that's pretty fun. Huh. Uh, that's the pretty Xbox fun. 360, PS2, PS3 versions receive mixed reviews, while the Wii and PC versions receive negative reviews. There was one that wasn't based on the movie. I think that might be what you're talking about. That got like people really liked. It. It's just like him. I forget what it's called. Just, him, it's just rampaging. him rampaging. Yeah. Maybe that's the one I had. I don't think I had. That I loved game. that game. Yeah. Just mindlessly yeah. running through buildings. Yeah, I think that might have been the game. They, I had. This took a lot of those mechanics and put, put like, like a MCU thing over it. I like the idea of like kind of the GTA like star level. Mm-hmm. Like oh, and then the last one's just Tony Stark showing up to, to whoop you. Yeah. Like it's pretty funny. Edward Norton only did the game if it opened with three minutes of Arctic trying, trying to kill himself. Kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way he did the game. He got through six rounds. Iron Man 2 is a 2010 video game based off the film. It was released on Xbox 360, Nintendo DS, Wii, PS3, PSP, and was published by Sega. Sega. How did Sega get all these rights? It was also released on iOS and BlackBerry. Oh, that's probably a hit. A Microsoft Windows version was planned, but was canceled. Is it BlackBerry? BlackBerry. <laughs> Blackberry. Did you play it? No, no. <laughs> Blackberry. <laughs> this is pretty timely. To go, back, to go back to the very first retrospective we ever did. Oh, God, we talked about the Fast and the Furious. And I mentioned to him that some of these games from like Destiny 3 were on mobile. And they were like 3D games. And he was like, what the f***? 
How is that possible? Right? <laughs> no, like, how is a 3D well, it's not, game it's possible? It's not 3D popping in your face. It's 3D, like... The graphics, like it's not. No, just I understand a, it. I understand. It's not a little stick figure. It's like an actual but like how thing. The F in two thousand three, on a BlackBerry, cell phones were like brand new. <laughs> it's like on a BlackBerry. What are you? <laughs> yeah, it it makes no sense. That is so funny. You know, um, some mom bought that for a kid. The game what is, is the game? set after the events of the film. <laughs> for herself, she also shops at Walmart. Go ahead. <laughs> she does. As an original story, uh, I shop at Walmart, man. I do too. I'm just kidding. I'm poor. Uh, has an original story by Matt <laughs> Fraction. You guys know Matt Fraction? Matt Fraction. He I did um, mm. a lot of the Hawkeye stuff. That, um, the the Hawkeye mm. show is based on a lot of his work. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the game allows the player to play as either Iron Man or War Machine. Uh, Iron Man is sleeker and relies more on energy weapons, while War Machine has tougher armor and ballistic weaponry. Yeah. Uh, Don Cheadle and Samuel L. Jackson reprised their roles from the film. The game received negative reviews. Of course it did. They all suck. Thor, God of Thunder, is a 2011 video game. The video game that was the original <laughs> recipe, Andrews. Vaunted title. Really? That The video game got that? Yep. Oh, that's fascinating. Yep. That's really fascinating. And it released on Nintendo DS, 3DS, PS3, Wii, and Xbox 360. The game is considered outside of the canon of the MCU and does not follow the story of the movie. The game features the voices of Chris Hemsworth, Tom Hiddleston, and Jamie Alexander. The game does feature characters who would end up in the MCU in future installments in Surtur and Hela. So the game doesn't take place within the MCU? No. Well, it's but like, they got it's MCU actors outside. to voice the characters? Well, it's, it's based off of <laughs> it, but it's a non-canon story. I sort story. of remember this. When they... The video game tie-ins would suck, so then yeah. they tried to differentiate them, but they still wanted the benefit of the video game yes. tie-ins. They wanted to do... They do, like, Look, prequels and stuff. Not every movie video game can be Spider-Man 2. It's just not possible. Well, Spider-Man 1 did the same thing, where they it kept the same original thing. story beats, and then they put in different things. That yeah, well, it's a, you have Too to you have to put yeah. things in. Yeah. Um, when was the last time we had, like, a video game movie? They just don't exist anymore. I don't think they exist I don't anymore. think it's a thing anymore, because uh, it wasn't profitable. Yeah. And it was getting negative reviews. I'm kind of surprised they it's didn't do like a, a Mario game. movie also, Mario we're, game. We're, we're also kind of... I think Nintendo's so... Protective over their brand, they wouldn't, yeah, do it. they wouldn't do it. But I think we're also well. They did do one thing that you could like swap the voices out. In no, that was an April Fool's prank. I think that's legit. Oh, I didn't. I see thought it. I'm pretty sure it's an April Fool's oh, prank. Okay, okay. Well, I was gonna say I think the reason we're not getting movie video games now is because we live in a more advanced era of gaming, and no one really wants to do that. Nope. Yeah. No company is gonna take that on. No. Like all these video game companies just want to make their own games. Yeah, yeah. They would just yeah. like reskin BS well, before, especially yeah. when we're getting like that well, Spider-Man game. The other thing like, is why too, would we even yeah. want to like just let them do their own. You stories. have to like if you're doing a game based off the movie, you have to give plot details mm-hmm. to a studio. So like Marvel's not gonna do that anymore. Right. So like we're not giving you. F- End game spoilers. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we're not dealing with that. So, I think you know there's there's a couple of things like there's games based off of movies now, like the Fast right. and Furious Crossroads game that we talked about or whatever. Right, right. But not necessarily. Or there's a like Terminator game and stuff, but not necessarily based off of like it's not well, an adaptation Hogwarts, of the movie. Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's the whole culture too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. You get Marvel Ultimate Alliance three and like it. <laughs> that's what you get. Lego games, things like that. Lego games. Lego games are fun. Lego games are fun. The Nintendo versions received mixed reviews, with the Xbox 360 and PS3 versions receiving negative reviews. Shocking. Captain America Super Soldier is a 2011 game based off of the movie and published by Sega. 
For the Nintendo DS, 3DS, PS3, Wii, and Xbox 360, the game takes place during the events of the film and highlights Captain America's fight against Red Skull. The game features the voices of Chris Evans, Neil McDonough, Haley Atwell, Sebastian Stan, Kenneth Troy, and J.J. Field, reprising their roles from the film. That's fine. Uh, an iOS version of the game was released titled Captain America Sentinel of Liberty. The gameplay <laughs> uses... I just, I just can't I, get past I, the bullshit either. That's so funny. Uh, God. The gameplay is... like terrible. The gameplay uses cap shield to fight enemies and solve puzzles. The game received mixed reviews. Okay. I've heard decent things about this one. Oh, all right. Well, I'm not going to play it. Featured in other games. element. There are several elements of, from the MCU, especially Phase 1, that uh-huh. are featured in other games. Yes. Elements of the MCU have been featured in other video games, particularly Lego Marvel's Avengers, which features Lego versions of the characters based off of the film, with uh, the film's... With levels based off of Captain America, the first Avenger, and the Avengers. Uh, other MCU elements are featured in Marvel Lego Superheroes 1 and 2, including basing the looks of the characters off of their MCU counterparts. The first Lego Marvel Superheroes game is incredible. Yes. Um, I think the second one is a step down. I still like it. It's yeah. fun, but they eliminate all the other extra characters. The Fox like, characters, yeah. Yeah, they don't have the Fox characters. The first game had, like... Wolverine, Fantastic Four, or the X-Men, Fantastic Four, just like all the characters in the second game like took them all out and put like 15 versions of Spider-Man in there. And yeah. I was like, what's happening here? I was like, what happened? Uh, it was a fun game, yeah. but it's nowhere near the first I one. Recently I recently played incredible. the first one with my slash our nephew. Yeah. We're family. <laughs> Don't ask how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long story. Um, oh, I have an idea. <laughs> Trust me, I got but family he, he, too. He took to it and he really liked it. And it, yeah. it was awesome. Yeah, it's a fun yeah, game. I mean, Lego cool. games are made for kids. Like, that's yeah. the point of it. Clark Gregg reprises his role as Phil Coulson in the first Mar- Marvel Lego superheroes. He does. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he does. Clark Gregg also reprises his role as Phil Coulson in the MMRPG Marvel Heroes. Yes. Uh, the character Phil Coulson has bled into the mainstream Marvel comics and non MCU related stories. Mm-hmm. I wonder if um, he gets the beat for that. I don't know. It's, it's his image, so maybe. Right. Probably um, cash. Various well. elements and characters slash costumes from the MCU are featured in Marvel's Avengers, the game that nobody liked. Though not directly from the MCU, several Marvel characters, including Thor and Iron Man, are featured in Fortnite. The Xbox 360 version of Minecraft released an Avengers skin pack in 2013, featuring 35 skins of various Marvel characters, including some based off the film, the film versions. Hell yeah. Uh, Disney Infinity featured Marvel characters, including elements say, from the game. I was going to bring that up. I movies. really enjoyed that. Um, the Infinity I stuff. actually just sold all my Disney Infinity figures. Did you get oh, a really? good, uh, got a pretty good, yeah. good amount of money for them. Nice. I had them, like, I had so many of them. I remember, yeah. I, yeah, I recently stumbled upon a picture I have with your Anna and Elsa figures. Yeah, I had, like, every single one of them, but I had all the Marvel ones. They're so much fun because it's all sandbox. So yeah. I just put on Iron Man and just start flying around. Yeah. yeah. It was really fun. That's cool. Nice. All right, I like that. uh, that's yeah. the video games. That's video games. Yeah, we did it. We got through did, video games. Did it. That's okay, right. awesome. Uh, now let's talk about the Blu-ray box set. Did you get that from Tony? My brother got the Blu-ray box set. Yeah. Well, there's, there's actually a reason why I want to mention. This. Okay. Marvel announced a ten-disc box set titled Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase One: Avengers Assembled. Uh, the box set would include all six Phase One movies on Blu-ray and Blu-ray 3D in a replica of Nick Fury's briefcase. Does he have this one? Yes. Um, that carry the Tesseract and the Avengers. Nice. In August 2012, the set was delayed due to the luggage company Ramoa Gimptel, who had created the briefcase for the film, 
filing a lawsuit against Marvel Studios, Studios and Buena Vista Home Entertainment, claiming that they did not authorize the sale of replicas of the case for any purpose. So I the, mean, the suitcase they, company right, suit this. Right, stupid. right. It's stupid, but they kind of have a point. They have a point. Yeah, they have a point. They have a like, point. It's stupid, but yeah. I, I get it. The set was pu- pushed to April 2013, and the packaging of the suitcase was redesigned. Uh, this box had featured an exclusive look at the upcoming Phase 2 films and unreleased deleted scenes from the films. It was a lot of fun. My brother got it. It opens up just like the Fury thing. When it's in, when the Tesseract is in the um, case, it lights up blue. That's pretty cool. And you can remove the Tesseract, too. Oh, fun. It's very fun. And then the, and the discs sit right inside. I actually yeah. got the Phase 2 box set. Yeah. I have that, is that the Is that the Power Stone? Yes. Yeah. It's in the orb. And then it, you have this um, <clears throat> uh, pamphlet of all these different little... Chachkis from each yeah. of the movies. Well, I liked Chachki. They they yep. they mentioned like a lot of the deleted scenes that are now on Disney Plus came from like especially I think like when I mentioned in Iron Man one, like the whole like the, the Ghostface Killer stuff. Like I feel like that was released with the the box set. Mm. Yeah. Like they kept some deleted scenes and actually I recently saw I forget who it was but somebody who worked on the original Iron Man film talked about said that there's still more deleted scenes. Wow. They think we'll never see the light of day because they were just so bad. Nice. And they described that one of them was like Tony Stark doing the laundry of the Ten Rings and stealing parts from the washing machine like to, to help build his weapon. That's Like when he's being held captive and oh, okay. it was just awful. That's kind of funny. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that's interesting. Release this cut. <laughs> Release the seventy minute delete scenes cut. Release the Snorton cut. Um, you cowards. Release the Norton cut. Release the Norton cut, you cowards. Uh, books. 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 I love books. I love to read. But the children love the books. Phase one collection. Reading Rainbow. From 2014 to 2015, I love reading Rainbow. Uh, Marvel released a series of young reader books based off of Phase 1. The books recap the events of the films in an appropriate manner for young readers. Uh, the collection includes the books yeah. Iron Man, based on the first too. two films, <laughs> The Incredible Hulk, Thor, Captain America, The First Avenger, and The Avengers. The five books were bundled together in a box set that featured an audiobook for The Incredible Hulk, narrated by Jim Meskimen. Audiobook for <laughs> Thor, narrated by Ray Chase, and audiobook for Captain America, the first Avenger, voiced by Tom Taylorson. The series was written by Alex Irvin. Okay. Art of Books. What, what is it? Art of Books. Art, art of, of Books. Yep. Okay. Marvel released an Art of Book for Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, the first Avenger, and the Avengers. This book is filled with sketches and concept art of the film with information on how the movies were made. Nice. I actually have these... At my apartment. How are they? Good? I don't think I've ever looked at them. Never looked at them? I've looked at them a little bit. I got them, like, really cheap at Comic-Con. Oh, okay. On the last day. I got them, like, 15 bucks, the whole set. Nice. I looked at them a little bit. They're pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, the MCU Phase 1 has also been referenced in various books slash collections, including Marvel Studios with a 1 and a 0, the first 10 years. Uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, an official timeline, Marvel Alpha... I mentioned this because of my son. Marvel, Marvel Alpha Block. It's a uh, letter book based off of the Marvel characters. Oh, nice. Um, the Marvel Encyclopedia, Marvel Studios Visual Dictionary, and more. I like the encyclopedias a lot. You ever get one of those like really giant like uh, of the comic book I have one, yeah. encyclopedias? Yes. It just has like every I have character that ever existed, yeah. and you're like, yeah. holy cow. I, uh, I, I, li- I like the little cute alpha, alpha block book. It's a great way to get kids like interested in stuff. Although like some of them... <laughs> K is Eric Killmonger. 
I probably could have picked a better K. Killmonger. <laughs> K for Killmonger. Killmonger. Yeah, he's gonna f you. All right. <laughs> this is why kids. you're here because we're gonna talk about theme parks. Woo! Oh, th this yeah, this is the only reason we did. <laughs> we solely you had are a uh, new Andrew. You're a really really big fan of the theme parks. I am. Uh, so you can kind of explain a lot of this. But since the purchase of Marvel by Disney, it has been expected that Marvel elements will be featured in the various Disney parks. Though they own Marvel, Disney is not allowed to use the Marvel name in the park's branding. You can fact check me on this. I'm not sure. Uh, uh, or attractions due to a 1994 contract with Universal Parks and Resorts made by Marvel. Mm, uh, despite this deal, Disney eventually was able to create Avengers Campus in three of their parks in 2021. Yeah. So that's why it's Avengers Campus and not Marvel's. Yeah, well, they can't use any Avengers characters east of the Mississippi. Okay. That's, I think it's actually what a contract says. In perpetuity. So in the 90s, hmm. Marvel was bleeding. Yeah, And they were selling everything off. See, like, the Sony deal. I think they sold this like, Spider-Man for, like, 50K or something yeah. insane. But they did the same thing for the theme park. I could have so, bought the Spider-Man yeah, rights. Yeah. Sony hasn't let, they let go of that. They did they? the same thing for the theme park rights. So they sold it to Universal because they were building Islands of Adventure at the time. Mm. And they needed, you know, some, some IP to build. And they gave them this insane contract. And at the time, it was relatively worthless. You know, there are characters, and they, they did build uh, an entire superhero island in Universal that's still there. So they still maintain that. They just redid the Hulk roller coaster. Sure. They just redid the film for the Spider-Man ride. And they're really, like, well-rated attractions. Have you been there? Yeah. And did, you, did you like them? You yeah. Spider-Man, the Spider-Man ride is created by Scott Tobridge. He's a guy who jumped between Imagineering and Universal Creative. He did Galaxy's Edge, Scott Tobridge. Oh, really? Nice. He's really well regarded. So, yeah. so the Spider-Man ride is in Universal, considered one of the best theme park rides there is. Uh -huh. It's a, it's a screen-based dark ride, somewhat thrilling, 3D. And then the Incredible Hulk coaster is really well rated. So I, I, I think both are great attractions. There's always rumors going around, are they going to get DC well, how long rides? is the contract for? Forever. Forever. Right. It's a forever. Jesus forever. Christ. In perpetuity, my friend. It's forever. My God. That's, the, that's forever. the hilarious part of this. It's forever. It's literally forever. So the question is, will Disney ever buy out the rights, right? Because they'd have to. That's the question theme park fans ask all the well, time. Well, they found a way to, to, to use them. I don't think they care, to be honest. Well, but they already have a way of using them, right? So they can't use Avengers characters. The Universal. Any, well, no, Disney. Disney can't. Disney cannot use Avengers characters. So anybody in the East Avengers the family, east of the Mississippi. So I think Ant-Man would probably be out because he's an original Avengers character. Yeah. But they have a Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster in Epcot. Yeah. Because that's, and they call that Guardians of the Galaxy. Not Marvel. They don't say Marvel. They use Doctor Strange in the park in a, in a meet and greet for a little while. They don't call that anything. They call it as Dr. long as Strange. they don't. Yeah, as long as they don't use the name Marvel. They're not going to use Marvel. Okay. They can't use Avengers characters, but they could potentially put in like a Black Panther Miniland in in other places. So yeah, people talk about this all the time. Some people think eventually. Yeah, Universal, could they put Wakanda? Like they, I think they yeah. could, but that's like a legal gray area. No one's quite sure until they do it, right? So I, I think the question is like, will Universal ever just give the rights up? I don't know. Right. Uh, well, they could if they want to redo the if they want Marvel Superhero Island if they think it's dated and they want to create DC or something they true, might just sell true, true. the rights back to Disney so and then Disney could start doing stuff in Disney World too but it, it's really interesting what they're doing with Avengers Campus in uh, California yeah so 
Yeah, I mean, yeah so, it would be nice if DC can move on from Six Flags. Yeah, that's yeah, really what I it could is, see right? it being a real IP. Yeah. And, and it's, it's like, always floated with DC Universal was in creative. Six Flags and what? It was the, the what was the um Warner Brothers had like a section in the the Australian park. Yeah, yeah. Movie Land. Uh, mo- movie yeah. Is that what it's called? I think it's called. I, I, I think, think it's, it's called, called that. Yeah. 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 Well, it's based. It's there's like a whole section. I think it was that was a section of a whole theme park. Well, right? I think they have spooky a spooky island. Yeah, they did or something. Um, like that, yeah. Yeah, they have a spooky island roller coaster. Yeah. That's so. Weird. I know. I well, because there was a um, because they actually just the YouTube channel Defunct Land. Do you watch it? Love that yeah, they just did what they just did it on the because they did the Wiggles, they did the Wiggles ride. Yeah, oh, hell which yeah. Which is in the Bug Land is my cup of tea. Yeah, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is yeah. gonna be on that soon. Is yeah. it so like because he did he did the Wiggles ride, is but Galaxy's if that's Edge gonna get closed, it's permanently closing. Galaxy's Edge, no, 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 I'm so sorry. Star Cruiser, oh my god, no. I was like, <laughs> Galaxy's Edge is open. I was outside, <laughs> false information, false info. <laughs> Fake news. Um, Fake news. But they talked about the Australian parks and how they had like some Warner Brothers properties. Yeah, they had stuff. crazy yeah. stuff there. Um, but uh, so Avengers Campus, they were created in three of their parks in 2021. Yeah, it is uh, Disney California Adventure. Uh, I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm uh, like presenting in front of an expert. Like he's like ready to pounce on any yeah, little mistake. Uh, Walt Disney Studios Park, uh, which is Disneyland Paris. Yeah. Uh, and Hong Kong Disneyland. What's so cool about this, right? Each of these, so it's like its own separate timeline. That's yeah. basically how okay. they're treating yeah, yeah, yeah. it. So all of it, they use the MCU characters. They're using like Tom Holland's likeness. Yeah. They're using Paul Rudd. Yeah. Even the cruise line, the Disney Wish now has yes, a restaurant. I didn't, I didn't include that, but yeah, yeah, It yeah. has a restaurant now that it's all based around the new Sam Wilson, Captain America, <laughs> oh, who's wow. in it. Paul Rudd, Ant-Man, yeah. Evangeline they, Lilly. They have, I've seen the video from yeah. the cruise line. Have you seen this where he no. addresses... Yeah, he addresses... The, he addresses the Thanos. He, he hasn't gone up Thanos' ass. Yeah. Oh. He said, oh, I've seen it's it. It's yeah. He's like, some people expected yeah. me to kill Thanos in a very inappropriate yeah. manner. Yeah, I have seen it. So, like, so, seen and that, then yeah. that, you, that little thing, it's an interactive uh, dinner. Yeah. And that's all about them defeating Ultron who's come back. So then Avengers Campus... Not Spader. Yeah. And that has like Miss Marvel and all that. Yeah, no, it has Miss Marvel in it, um, and uh, like I said, Cap. So, and then they have uh, Avengers Campus has Tom Holland, but this version of Tom Holland, Spider Man, he established Web Industries, so he's like a little sort of Tony Stark type kid. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to be building an Avengers E ticket there that has like a a multiverse Thanos against like a whole Secret Wars amount of characters. Then you jump to the other parks and you have an Ant Man shooter ride. But they're all supposed to be in the same alternate timeline. Yes. So they're not repeating rides in any of the parks. Hmm. And there's references to each of these different Avengers campuses in each of them. And it's very interesting because they basically made their own MCU. It's the Marvel theme park universe. Yeah, the Marvel theme park universe. And it's one of the coolest things. So so my information says it's it's the events. It's basically the MCU... But Infinity War never happened. The blip never happened. Mm. So it's like, what would happen if everybody's still alive and everything's fine? Yeah. Basically. Yeah. The theme parks. Yeah. And and it's so cool because if you you live there, I'm sure it's even cooler. But I'll just go online and look. After anything in the MCU's release, Mm -hmm. Avengers Campus in California has it. Like, to the point that Loki's different. Werewolf by Night. Yeah. Yeah. Werewolf by Night. Loki's different outfits each week on the show. His outfits in the park would change depending on what he was oh, wearing wow. in the show. So the TVA, like, jail uniform, yeah. 
versus wearing it that week. That week, and then the next week he's in like the the jacket. Exactly. Oh, that's really it's great. so President cool. Loki yeah. probably. President yeah. Loki. They they for Halloween they did zombie cap. Love it. Like they, yep. it's just that's they awesome. just do whatever they want nice. there. It's very nice. cool. That's very so cool. each land features restaurants and attractions based off of the MCU. Mostly the later phases, so I'm glad you were able to go into that, but I didn't get information on that stuff because yeah, yeah. when we do that, we'll talk about that more, yeah. but you gave a lot of information. So it's why you're here. Yes. Uh, mostly the later phases, uh, which we'll explore when we do those. Uh, however, the lands do feature appearances from legacy characters from the franchise, including Bruce Banner slash the Hulk, Clint Barton slash Hawkeye, Jane Foster, but I know it's it's uh, Thor Jane or Lady, Lady yeah. Thor. Uh, Loki, Steve Rogers slash Captain America, Natasha Romanoff slash Black Widow, Tony Stark slash Iron Man, and Thor. The parks are inspired, like I said, by the MCU, but are set in the Marvel theme park universe where the events of Avengers Infinity War, including the blip, did not take place. Yeah, I, I just think it's, it's wild because you'll see Steve Rogers' cap next to Sam Wilson's cap. Mm-hmm. They'll just bleed everything together. Yeah. They have a, a Doctor Strange show. But then they had Agatha doing it for a little while. Oh, wow. Just That's because. Awesome. Why not? Yeah. Have her do it. It's pretty cool. All right. Let's talk about board games. Okay. Board games oh, slash no. Monopoly. Andrew, original recipe. Of the, the original yeah. recipe version. Uh-huh. Uh, do you think there is a MCU Monopoly? Phase one. Oh, phase one. Or it's MCU Monopoly. Yeah, I do. He, he came up with this idea to always cover Monopolies. And we've had like three. It's okay. been so it's, it's been, been pretty really? disappointing. disappointing. <laughs> well, it's not official. Yeah, yeah we're looking for official versions, like official Lighters. monopoly licenses. But yeah. the ones that we like, there's like three Pirates of the Caribbean monopolies. There's like two Ghostbusters yeah. monopolies. There's like, like three, three Shreks. Sh- two Shreks. A, yeah, a Pirates of the Caribbean battleship, which I thought was brilliant. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's, that's a great good idea. Um, yeah. There are many versions of Monopoly based off of Marvel, but the only one directly tied into Phase One ish. Is Marvel's Avengers Edition, which is more actually based off of Endgame, but I okay. counted it, so okay. it counts. You got it right. Yeah. Congratulations. Hey. Which is a monopoly in which the places you land on are the Avengers heroes that you draft. Uh, the chance and community chess cards are Infinity Gauntlet and Stark Industries cards, and the utilities are the children of Thanos spaces in which you have to battle them. Uh, the tokens are Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Hulk, Black Widow, Hawkeye, War Machine, Ant Man, Nebula, Rocket, Captain America, and the Infinity Gauntlet. Cool. Nice. Uh, the house and hotels are bases and headquarters. It was released in 2019. Love it. Love it. Yep. Uh, but yeah, there's like there, there's there's no official. When I could find Harry Potter Monopoly, official. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't exist. They don't have it. They don't have a li- they don't have license like, with Hasbro. That's apparently. really weird. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like you would yeah. think they. Like, I think there's like that, fan that, based like, ones. They have like every other game for like, it. Like Wizarding World Monopoly. It's cool. Yeah. Like. That should have existed a while ago. Yeah. They have so many different things you could be on the spaces. It just it makes no sense. Yeah, really I'm, I'm like I'm like sure. I'm like doing research and I'm like looking. I couldn't find anything. That's really weird. Like, die, you could buy got Diagon Alley. Just I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a dreamer. Um, I guess. Other uh, other MCU uh, based <laughs> board games though we have Marvelous Heroes is a Cards Against Humanity like card game featuring Marvel based prompts. Uh, Risk. Marvel Cinematic Universe is a Risk Marvel Cinematic Universe is a 2015 edition of the board game, uh, the board game Risk, where the player plays as one of five factions which have their own victory condition and features heroes and villains from the MCU. The game is for three to five players with the city map for sector control. The game also includes a two-player map for a Gardens of the Galaxy card game. Oh, that's fun. See, I would do that if it was like Shield, Hydra. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know how it is. I don't works. really know what else it could go. Avengers, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I think you just make your own one. Oh, do you? Yeah. Okay. You can have like 
Red Skull with Captain America or whatever. Not, I have no right. idea. Okay, yeah. Risk um, in my house is very divisive. I love I've Risk. played Risk like yeah, once. This is a great it's game. It's a fun game. You know what I'm but... waiting for? I need this tangent. This 30 Go seconds Go for it, here. man. I need... So they have all these updated versions of these mm-hmm. board games, right? You can get Monopoly with like, you know, Zapped where yeah, it has yeah. like the credit card. Mm-hmm. Why isn't there a version of Risk mm-hmm. like that? To take away all those damn pieces. Yeah. That's completely true. The pieces like, I are want to play an action. I don't want to play a digital version of Risk. I want yeah. a whole board game version. Yes. With some digital stuff built in, so I don't have to have eighty pieces. Because the setup is the biggest problem. Yeah, it's you have to move all the pieces all the time. It's very frustrating. Like that needs to be made. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think we're on to something here. At Franchise me. Yeah. And I think we just got a game licensed. There you so, go. We're in. We're in. This is Franchise our last risk. episode. <laughs> we're done. Because we have a lot of money now. <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> Picktopia, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Picktopia? Picktopia. Picktopia. Is a 2017 Mm. picture trivia card game where you can test your knowledge of the MCU and earn tokens for each correct answer. You can even wager your tokens to win win big. That's fun. Legendary, a Marvel (laughs) deck-building game. Marvel Studios Phase 1 is a deck-building game based off of Phase 1 of the MCU. The game is for one to four players, and each player starts off the turn by playing the top card of the villain deck to show how the villains evade the city. Capture bystanders and create special events, and then they play the hero cards from their hand to attack, recruit points, and special abilities. The set comes with with nearly four hundred cards. Jeez, you're like a you're a fan of those kinds of games, aren't you? Deck builders, yeah, yeah I like deck builders a That's lot. Cool. What about you? Do you like those? I don't know if it quite qualifies. Have you ever played Munchkin? No, I haven't played Munchkin. I don't think that's quite a deck. So deck builder, does that imply that you have to get outside cards and build your own? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Essentially, you're just earning cards throughout the game. Like, you just okay. build a deck throughout the game. The ca- you, the, you, it you, comes usually, you usually with- have to, like, buy the cards with points that you've earned, and then your deck just builds and builds throughout the game, and okay. essentially you win if, like... You beat the other player by having a better deck at some point. Okay. It's, it's, I don't think I play a there's lot. There's a of game. It. There's a game I called Annihilation. I just love. You that's the, it. And that's the one we that's played, one right? Played. Yeah. yeah. I played that was a lot. nuts. Do you that's like nuts. some games? I'm a gamer. Yeah. yeah I'm a board I really gamer. enjoy I like, it. Too. I like board gaming. Um, yeah, I've gotten into it. I, well, I got into it over uh, the pandemic, more or less. I don't. We play, all picked up new hobbies. I don't play a lot of them because I had nobody to play with. You have a son. What? Yeah. Your father. Not yet. These two. Not a father yet. I'm a father. Of course, I'm a father. Uh, but he, he's not able to play them yet. Okay. Choking hazard. What if episodes? What if episodes? In All right. 2021, Marvel released the animated series What If, which takes events of various MCU movies and changes yeah. a major element to create a new reality. Several of these episodes are based off the Phase One movies, including What If Captain Carter was the first Avenger, which tells the stories of Cap, which tells the story of Captain America the first Avenger, but with Peggy Carter taking the super serum, the super serum instead. What if the world lost its mightiest heroes, which depicts the events of Fury's Big Week, Love Iron it. Man 2, The Incredible Hulk, Thor, Captain America, The First Avenger, and turns him into a murder mystery with the Avengers Initiative candidates being killed by an alternate version of... Ultron. Nope. Thanos. Nope. Who did Loki? it? Loki? Nope. None. Oh, Ant-Man. Hank Pym. Hank Pym. Hank I forgot Pym. about that. Angry yes. Hank Pym. Who was seeking revenge for the death of his daughter, Hope, who was a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent in this right, reality. Right, right. Yeah. I forgot about that episode. Uh, that what if... Episode. Hank's a real piece of sh. Yeah, and voiced by Michael Douglas. Yeah, and they did a great job. They didn't put Michael Douglas's name in the credits. Oh. They they kept it hidden. So that was a good idea. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's a good uh, idea. What if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark, which depicts the opening of the movie Iron Man, with Tony being attacked by the Ten Rings, but being saved by Eric Killmonger, yeah. who eventually turns on Tony and uses the opportunity to return to Wakanda. 
And what if Thor was an only child? Which depicts a version of the film Thor, but without Loki as an adversary, and with Thor invading Earth to throw a giant intergalactic party. You think that they're going like phases with the what ifs? I I, that, I didn't realize how that's like all phase one. A lot is of it's now, phase one. Is that yeah. now coming? Uh, probably twenty fourth season two of that. I I think it's been done. Well, yeah, yeah I guess it's not coming. What if now. season two? What did you hear? Because we just heard Loki and Echo. Got see. Released did you dates. see the thing about Echo? Yeah. Echo got a full season drop. Yeah, which is not a good sign. Not a good sign. Not a good sign. The full season drop is not a good sign. It's also kind of shocking they're doing that for a Marvel show. Well, I heard that apparently the production was very sloppy. Really? I the what I heard through rumors and the internet and stuff like that. Through my sources and through I'm your sources. Like, no, uh, through Jeff Snyder. Uh-huh. Um, he said that apparently they shot eight episodes uh-huh. and then Feige just said it's unreleasable. Really? And and they went back in and reshot. It was the first they talked about can we cut it down to like four or five episodes? Like can we edit what we have together? And then they were like, Well just they reshot like the majority of the show. So I think they're just cutting their losses and, and just putting, it, putting all it all out. And they're just kind of saying yeah. whatever. Whether it's good or bad, it could still be good. They could have salvaged it. Mm. But I think they're also worried about people like reacting. And also, like somebody made a good point online that like, what did we hear every week during She-Hulk? Why isn't Daredevil in there? Where's Daredevil? Like to yeah. avoid that. Because yeah. he's probably going to be in the show. Like to well, avoid yeah, that, yeah, I, I think that's where he's going to pop up, and I, I have a feeling Echo's going to be like a lead into Born Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So to avoid that, it's like we'll just that. drop uh, everything all at once. Yeah, and kind of avoid that. This is unreleasable. Poor, unreleasable. poor Echo. I know. I know. She deserved better. The episodes feature the voices of Haley Atwell as Peggy Carter, Sebastian Stan as Bucky Barnes, Dominic Cooper as Howard Stark, Stanley Tucci as Abraham Erskine, Toby Jones as Arnim Zola, Bradley Whitford as John John Flynn, Ross Marquand as Red Skull, Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury, Jeremy Renner as Clint Barton, Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner, Tom Hiddleston as Loki, Clark Gregg as Phil Coulson, Jimmy Alexander as Lady Sif, Frank Grillo as Brock Our boyfriend. Rumlow, Lake Bell as Natasha Romanoff. First off, I want to say this too. As we mentioned, Frank Lowe was like, oh, I'm done with the Marley. I'm done. They didn't treat me right. You just came back last year yeah. for a show. Get out. No one gives a about Crossbow. No one gives a He jumped to DC. He made the choice yeah. himself because uh, yeah. his character was so He hasn't been dead for literally seven yeah. years <laughs> Mick Winger as Tony Stark. Michael B. Jordan as Eric Killmonger. John Favreau as Happy Hogan. Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa. Angela Pass as Ramonda. Chadwick Boseman's uh, last... Uh, his last performance. Mm-hmm. Danai Guerrero as Okoye. Andy Serkis as Ulysses Claw. Don Cheadle as Rhodey. Paul Bettany as Jarvis. John Connie as T'Chaka and Leslie Bibb as Christine Everhart. How fun is that that we get Paul Bettany as Jarvis again? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. It's pretty cool. I'm glad you did it. Um, All right. Toys and merchandise. All right. We're almost done this. Hey. Uh, Countless toys and collectibles have been released for the MCU. Uh, One line of collectibles is the Marvel Legends collectible series, which features replicas of various items using the MCU. Hey. Uh, Phase one related items that have been released in the series include Iron Man's helmet, Captain America's shield, Thor's hammer, the Tesseract, and a War Machine helmet. There are. uh, I have the shield and the hammer, and uh, I have the gauntlet too. But that's not technically Phase One. You have a bunch of these, don't you? I have the shield, which my wife is actively trying to sell. Yeah, yeah. I have really. Yeah. (laughs) I keep hiding it. I have Stormbreaker. Yes, yes. And which she's also actively trying to sell. Oh yeah, (laughs) I also I have Black Panther's helmet too. 
Um, but it, yeah. And I have, um, you know what? Is that all I have? Don't you have the hammer? The shield? No, my brother has. I brought my brother. Uh, no, I no. bought my brother Thor's hammer, Mjolnir, and he has Iron Man's helmet and Star Lord's helmet. Yeah. And I think that's all. I, I love that. I, I love that line. I it's love, really, it's, it's so really cool. cool. My Stormbreaker replica is beautiful. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Um, Too bad it's being sold. Yeah, <laughs> right now. Uh, <laughs> As we speak. Are also <laughs> Marvel Legends action figures based on the versions of the film. Uh, plushies, playsets, costumes, replicas, action figures, cars, models, Lego sets, and more have been released inspired by the MCU. A line of Funko Pops released for the first Avengers film uh, was released featuring Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Hulk, and Nick Fury. Nice. Who's missing from the lineup? Say that again. Who's missing from the lineup? I mean, no, uh, no, I, no women. Ike strikes no again. Ike strikes again. No women. Let me tell you something. When I hear action figure, I hear men. I want boys with G.I. Joes. You want your Black Widow? Get a f***ing Bobby. How about that? <laughs> that one was... That, hey, Ike. That was particularly aggressive. <laughs> Ike is getting real big for his britches here. He's getting bolder. He keeps getting unchecked. You know, he's saying what he wants and leaves. He's going to he's gonna cross the lines. Um, uh, I've seen oh, the... Oh, um, I've crossed lines. <laughs> I've seen the, the this, is, this is the original line of Funko Pops that was released around the time of the movie, which is like an early set of Funko Pops. So they're kind of harder to get their hands on. They're a little bit more expensive, uh, especially there's a the Loki is a very expensive of the original set. That makes um, sense. Of the Avengers. Yeah, yeah that um, makes sense. But retroactively, Legacy Funko Pops has been released for characters and moments from Phase One, including movie movie moments for Iron Man Two, the Avengers, and Eight and a. Connected set of the Avengers group shot. Oh, nice. Um, I, which I have. I have a lot of these. You do. My favorite, probably my favorite Funko Pop I have is the World War II from the movie Captain America with the jacket, the helmet. Remember when you bought that? Yeah. Mm. It's insane. I love that, that one. Time, so. I love that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and your wife is trying to sell that. No. She's pretty good. <laughs> she has, she, she has more, she's, she's got her own set of Funko Pops. Yeah. Alright, and then not technically part of the extended franchise, but I wanted to figure we can talk about this. Let's talk about Sarah Haley Finn. I love this woman. Yeah. Um, so I have a little bit of information. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of information. Not much, but we, we can just have a general conversation about it. Uh, in 2006, Sarah Haley Finn was hired by Marvel to cast for Iron Man, where she cast Robert Downey Jr. in the role of Tony Stark. Uh, over a time working with Marvel, she played a vital role in the casting of the main roles throughout and has received constant uh-huh. acclaim for her skills in helping to decide the right actors for each role. <laughs> acclaim. <laughs> uh, when Chris Hemsworth was initially rejected by higher-ups for his door role, Sarah Haley Finn pushed for him. Hmm. I didn't even know that. Apparently they said yeah. no to Hemsworth. She said yes. Uh, she also pushed for Chris Pratt for a Star-Lord role, and she remembered Chadwick Boseman, who originally auditioned for a role as Drax, and she remembered him for Black Panther. I love... Um the behind the scenes with her. There's a particularly amazing little featurette on Endgame about her where she goes into a lot of these old audition tapes and she talks about how she would see somebody audition for one role and she'd notice a trait about them and she'd sort of file it in the back of her head for when the next role came up and that maybe they'd be better for that. Like she said that Chadwick Boseman seemed very regal and put mm-hmm, together mm-hmm. so when they were talking about the Chala, she knew who she wanted. Right. So I, she's she's so good at like 
even when she's not choosing someone, she's using it as an opportunity to get her mm-hmm. eyes on somebody who potentially could be somebody down the road. And there's so many examples in the MCU yeah. where that's the case. And people who are coming in for different things, like Tom Hiddleston came in for Thor. Yeah. She puts him where, you know, he's meant to be, really. So, and you brought this up before, Ryan, where you were talking about how these characters, not only do they embody the characters, but they all work on the screen together. Yeah. yeah. That's like... A real secret weapon yeah. to making Lee's like that's why you care about Avengers, yep. you know, and all these other team up movies because they actually work well together. Yeah, so I mean she's just incredible. Yeah, um, yeah. It's funny that there are a lot of names and even to this day some that still haven't been cast. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Chadwick Boseman auditioned for Drax. Yeah, he did. Apparently, yeah, no I'm idea. so glad he didn't get that role because oh, that would have so been much more. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but. It's like there's names like the one that sticks to my mind. I feel like he's been around. His name floated around several times. Well, obviously there's like Emily Blunt, right? Like she kind Emily of Blunt she was kind of their one. white whale. They wanted her for Couple a lot of different times. things, yeah. But a name, uh, Glenn Howerton, yeah, was around a lot. He was uh, almost Star Lord. Almost Star Lord. I mm-hmm. think also auditioned for Captain America. I think he did. Yeah, I don't um, think he got as close. He didn't get as close, but he right. was he was he was, he like, was literally almost Star Lord. Yeah, he was like number two on yeah, Star Lord. Yeah, he was number yeah. two, and he literally almost had it. And then she was like, "No, Chris Pratt." Which I think she was. Yeah, she's the one that pushed for Chris yeah, Pratt. Yeah, which is insane. Yeah. Could you imagine Glenn Howerton as Star Lord? I think he'd be good at it. He would be good he'd at be it. Really good. I, at but I think it, he's, but yeah, he's been in contention for a bunch of them. It'll be a different Star Lord. It's a different Star Lord. As we're doing but, these casting tours, you can hear like there's names like yeah. you know like Angelina Jolie and and Natalie Portman. We're like we're up for other roles. And it's like oh they come obviously she goes back to that. So yeah, it's pretty yeah. incredible. It, it, what she does is. Incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Yeah, she's yeah, amazing. Yeah, man. she's amazing. So. She's All working right. on a lot of the Star Wars stuff, too. Though. I heard, yeah, she's moving on to Star Wars. Yeah. But she's still in Marvel. She's yeah, still she's still on. doing that, yeah. Recently, I, I texted you this, too. I recently, like, it's just random, like, how they pick things. Just recently found out that the professional wrestler Seth Rollins has a role in Captain America 4 now, which is strange. Was um, like, he must, he must yeah. have really impressed Sarah Haley. Yeah. <laughs> he, he just was like, and they didn't announce it. He was just on set. Like somebody took Seth photos and it's like that's f***ing Seth Rollins. Like okay, that's Seth freaking Rollins. Um, so yeah, interesting. But I, th- I bet it's like a goon role. It's not yeah, like it's anything big. Yeah, yeah. He's the but, new Crossbones. Yeah, I think he's from the Serpent well, Society. Who's the or Leaper something. guy? Oh, oh, uh, yeah, the guy. Yeah, he's he's in um, isn't he in the what if, the what if too? I think. Yes, he is. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about the future of the franchise. Let's do so it. obviously this one's kind of set in stone. But uh, the MCU has continued, has continued into Phase 2, 3, 4, and is currently in 5, with a 6th phase in development. Yeah. Uh, I just have a breakdown real quick of, of phase, the phases. Phase okay. 2 consists of 6 movies, which were Iron Man 3, Thor The Dark World, Captain America The Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers Age of Ultron, and Ant-Man. Nice. Um, like you said, kind of half and half on that phase there. Yeah, half and half um, for me. Phase 3 consists of 11 films. Which were Captain America, Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, Avengers Infinity War, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame, and Spider-Man Far From Home. What a heater. That's, that's, that's a, a heater. solid phase. That's, yeah. that's when we get phase. to it, that's probably the best yeah. phase. Yeah. Uh, phase 4 consists of seven films, which are Black Widow, Shang-Chi, and The Legend of the Ten Rings. Now here's what I want to take a look at these movies. Because Phase 4 is awful. I really don't think it's that bad. Uh, Black Widow... Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Eternals, Spider-Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Thor Love and Thunder, and Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Okay. It's not a terrible phase. 
it's not the worst phase. I think phase two for me is probably the worst just because it's split down the middle for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I will say the thing that uh, about phase four that I think stands out to me is all the movies you mentioned. Some of them are really good. Shang-Chi, mm-hmm. uh, standing out. No Way Home, standing out. I'm I like we like yeah we I'm split I like Wakanda. I get that people like love it and I understand why. Emotional, but to me, it's, emotional aspects yeah. of that movie really work for me, but the action sequences at the end are really messy to me. Like mm. I watch it and I'm like, this is really. To me, I'm I'm a little split on Phase Four. It's not bad. It's just I think there's. Really, I, lo- I really love Multiverse of Madness. It's one of my favorites in that phase. Multiverse of Madness is great, but yeah. I think there's some mediocre movies in there. I, I think Thor: Love and Thunder is very mediocre. Well, that's really mediocre. I like Black Widow, but people think bad. that's yeah. yeah. Eternals is just bad. Yeah, there's, uh, no, there's no redemption for Eternals. Yeah. As never... of now, Phase Five consists of Ant Man and the Wasp, mm-hmm. Quantumania, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. So sure. those two are already out. Yeah, uh, the the Marvels, mm-hmm. Captain America: New World Order, Thunderbolts, and Blade. I'm sure there there might be. Oh I think, I think uh, Deadpool Three is supposed to be in there or something. Or no, as of now, Phase Six consists of Deadpool Three, Fantastic Four, Avengers: Kang Dynasty, and Avengers: Secret Wars. There's probably more in there. Just very but, quickly, uh, Blade. Good lord! What a, a what a production a that's going through. Yeah. Huh? That's hope, gonna, that's hope it levels out. You know, uh, that's going to get a. Disney are you including plus. the shows? So these phases also include TV shows, special, and other pieces of their extended franchise. Gotcha. So when we get to the Disney Plus shows, yeah, you know, we'll talk about them and Sounds like good. how we're doing this. What do you guys want to see in the future? We kind of talk about this every week, but, we but what do you want to see now that we now that we're we can talk about the modern future, sure. not just phase one. What do you want to see out of the MCU? Yeah. Currently? I want more coherency. I want a story that actually brings things together. I'd like to see the multiverse. Everyone keeps saying is uh, part of the saga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it. Have you? They, Anyone seen it? The problem with that is like it's I, like I don't know where it is. Four different. <laughs> Ways of called? cracking the multiverse. They, like it they, doesn't they make sense. They keep sense. doing this whole thing saying it's the multiverse saga. They do this whole thing in Loki where they open... And I'm thinking when I'm watching Loki, I'm like, oh, here we go. They're opening the multiverse. This is happening. And then they just never do anything with it. And there was a yeah. whole, fa- the whole... All of Phase 4, they didn't even touch it. And I'm like, what's going on here? And then Phase 5, all the movies that you've just mentioned, doesn't sound like any of them are really going to do it. The first time we might actually mess with multiverse isn't... Maybe Deadpool 3? Yeah. And that's well, it. That, well, yeah. Well, that's and then yeah, that's and then confirmed go, to be multiverse, right. Yeah. But then beyond that, it's like I guess Secret Wars and Kang Dynasty. Well, the Avengers movies will, but like, how is that the multiverse saga if it's not happening until Phase Six? Yeah, that's what's confusing to me. Yeah. I'm like, it doesn't make sense, and they probably shouldn't have called it that if they weren't going to explore the like, multiverse through no, the movies. No Way Home and Multiverse of Madness, which obviously both feature the multiverse, are two completely different ways. Yes. to crack into the multiverse. On top of the fact that Loki has said, and now I get, I, I, the theory is that the events of Loki have weakened the thing, and that's why it's able to crack so easily. But it's like we have America Chavez just jumping through the multiverse as a multiverse of madness, and we have Doctor Strange opening up the multiverse by accident yeah. over home. So it's like not a consistent thing. But even with, with the multiverse, even with No Way Home, it's just Spider Man specific. Yeah. Multiverse. It's not like all these other heroes and villains are coming out. It's just anything specific related to, to Peter Parker. Yeah. Yes. And beyond that, it's like Multiverse of Madness. While fun, again, it's not. It. I don't know. It doesn't explore it enough. Again, no, it's, it's, it's it's more Doctor Strange. It's heavy. two people's journey through the multiverse, and not right. the. Mul- I thought it was gonna be the multiverses bleeding into right. each other. Right. Or and I think that that was bad marketing. Yeah. You know, they really should have. They acted like this was like a. It was the multiverse movie, and it wasn't. 
I, I think what I want to see is just, um, I think exactly what you said. Like, I, I want a coherent storyline. Yeah. And I think we, it's easy to forget that it took us 10 years and three phases to get that cohesion. Yeah, right. Like, it was, it's easy when you're just showing, like, glowing rocks. is like, okay, it's connected. I showed the glowing rock. Oh, my God, they're showing the stones. Like, you know, I, I think it's harder with the concept like the multiverse. Mm. And a, and a Kang, like Kang is like the villain of the overarching villain to work him into every storyline. So I think that like our expectations are also making it harder to sort of enjoy each property apart from the thing. But I do think that we need a cohesion. I think that they hinted that they're going to do that anyway. Yeah. When they came out and said, here's the Avengers movies, here's the saga name. I think they realize they can't keep hiding the ball. And the fact that they're using a director from a previous movie, Phase 4 movie... Yeah. Uh, Dustin Daniel Cretton, right from Shang Chi for Kang Dynasty. Yeah. They, they haven't revealed who's doing. I think uh, no, Secret no, they Wars? haven't no. said who's no. doing Secret Wars yet, and I think it's because they recently did that whole move of everything. It's Louis the Terrier. No, it's I also <laughs> better, better not be Louis. I, I, he's great for fast. But he's not he's hot not, off a of fast X baby. No, no, he's not. He's not built for that type of. I movie. think Fantastic Four could touch on multiverse. And that what? is well. That's what I'm saying. Is, yeah. But it's not happening until phase six. Do you really. think? So it feels yeah. like we're, it feels like two useless phases of really very minimal multiverse things. And then in phase six, suddenly they're going to start putting it in there. And it's like I don't know. Hopefully this all pays off. But so far I've been a little let down by. Look, I'm going to take a wild swing. Do you think it's possible that like the director like Secret Wars is like a, a big secret like. Like they have a deal and they're just not. Uh, I think if like, it was a secret, it would be just it would be the Russo brothers. I was gonna say I think what if it's what if it's Favreau? That would be pretty crazy. If Favreau came back, I would be blown away, and I think that would be exciting in a really unique way because it's like this is the guy who's got his hands in everything. We talked about him during Iron Man. Yeah. He's the Disney guy right yeah. now. He's doing everything for them. What if his big return was I'm gonna do Secret Wars? Yeah. And I'm just gonna knock it out of the park because. That's exciting. That they amazing. announced the two movies, and then like two days, not even two days later... And Destin Daniel Creighton... Came on say, immediately. Yeah. 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 Destin Daniel Creighton is exciting. That's yeah. exciting. Oh, yeah, it really, is. I love Shang-Chi. shang so I'm really, really excited to see what he does I with can't Kang. wait to see Honestly. that one version of Kang. Yes. I'm very excited to see what... Do you realize how funny that scene is now? <laughs> yeah, I know it is. <laughs> it's so stupid. What is... Do you know the name of the effect where they have a photo, and the photo just gets... Closer in. It's the I mean, zoom, isn't it? No, there's like a, there's a name for it. It uh, superimposed. It's something like that. But that's exactly yeah. what you're describing with right. that Kang scene. Where's the one with prosthetics? <laughs> there he is. Perfect. Yeah. It's, it's Kang. It's gonna be it's gonna be unique to see what comes of that in the coming weeks. Because yeah. I feel like we're gonna hear something in the coming. We're gonna have to hear something by the end of the summer, right? I would hope so. About if he I think that's is partially going to why they pushed Loki back. I yeah. uh, I get that his so uh, so I just want to throw this out there because I just watched. Uh, Quantumania, and I may be ridiculed for my thoughts here, and I'm not. I'm not going to ridicule you. No, no, no. I'm not. No, no, no. I'm not even talking about the quality of the movie. I'm asking a question because I don't think this is what it's going for. Because I understand the costume is very much comic accurate, but his costume to me looked very similar to like a Doctor Doom style costume. Is there any way they find some type of connection between Kang and Doom? I don't think they would waste Doom. On mixing with Kang. I think there's both so well, big. The, the, the theories that I've seen people online have is that Kang will be Kang Dynasty, but by the time that's over, Secret Wars will have something to do with 
Doom. Like Doom will be involved. Whether that's, I know, like in, like for example, like, and I, I know it's a very specific example. Like but Kang in, Dynasty is going to set in motion Secret War. Yeah, well, in, but he's probably not going to make it to Secret Wars. In the '90s Spider-Man cartoon, when they do Secret Wars, yeah, the Beyonder is there, hosting the event, and then Doctor Doom just becomes so sentient about everything that he absorb absorbs the power of the Beyonder. <laughs> And becomes the basically the Beyonder himself. So could it be something like that where Doom subservits? Look, I'm sure first of all, Kang, there, is, there like, is so much to unpack there. And number one, we still don't know who Doctor Doom is. No, we, we don't. still have no idea who's playing Doom. We don't know the. No, 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 no. What are you talking oh. about? It's Julian McMahon. Oh yeah, my boy. They totally would. Yeah, they would do it. Well, <laughs> like, no, we, we laugh, the but they totally the, would. Well, the word on the street is the Fantastic Four are cast, from what I've heard. So actually, on the street is, I've heard that it's... What have you heard? Uh, this is what I've heard as okay. of Thursday. Okay. And then again, it's not completely that. Sure, right? sure. That drivers basically lock. Sure. And that the V digs for the thing is basically lock. Okay. I love But that. But yeah, Robbie is Beautiful. probably gone. Robbie's and, out. And Paul Mascal is gone. Really? That's what I've heard. Interesting. That, okay. That's um, how does that happen? And apparently... Apparently... The first person, the rumor is the first person that they went to for Sue Storm, and this is not going to happen. I heard this. Was Emma Stone. And she said, I'll do it, but you got to pay me. And they, they're looking for actors that aren't requiring a huge amount of money because they don't, they're trying to save money at this point. Which is probably why they're passing on somebody like Robbie. Yeah. You know. I mean, you have to pay these actors. Yeah but, yeah, but Emma Stone's probably like paying me $50 million and I'll be Sue Storm. And it's like, well, we can't afford to pay you $50 million. Like, I mean, we don't know if she's asking for $50 million. I think the number I saw was 20 Yeah, that's probably probably it. Yeah. I mean, what's Driver getting paid? That Maybe that's the problem. But the, apparently, like that, that's the other the thing. thing like, but is, actually, is Driver getting paid a lot and actually, to Driver pay, is the downy of the group. Actually, like, are they trying to pay Sue Storm less? I heard that the role. The, I heard, again, this, it's all from Jeff Snyder, this scooper. And God, very easy to be wrong, right? What have you heard? The theory, <laughs> the, 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 what he said is that from what he understands and what he heard is that the uh-huh. breakout role of the movie is actually. The, the main role of the movie is actually Sue Storm. Okay. That she's like the. the they're, they want to cast Sue Storm and they want to cast around her. I'm going to be 100% with you. This sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> which, is that, which is why they went to Emma. They actually, like, that's why they, it's like, if they're going to cast one big name, that's why they went to Emma Stone first. And then when she passed, that's why they, that's yeah. when they went to Driver. Like, okay, well, then we'll just make him. It's probably cheaper to make him the main guy. I, I'm glad they're getting Driver. I've already spoken about my love of him. I think he's a fantastic actor. Yeah, he's incredible. And it's, it's really great that he's going to be a part of the MCU. And now. I like the idea. If and it kind of really back, is David well, Diggs. David Diggs choice. is a great, that's uh, a great, great choice too. I think he's, he's going to be so awesome. Good. Well, because of what? Um, they, they said the rumor is that they, they, wanted, they wanted an African-American actor yeah. and they wanted a Jewish actor. Yeah. And he covered both. So, yeah. <laughs> like, from what I understand, he covers both. It, but here's the interesting so, thing. You keep talking about Sue Storm, but like, like what about Johnny Storm? Yeah, nobody's talking about the Human Torch, yeah. and I'm like, want, uh, that feels like a tough role to fill too, because yeah. you kind of need that guy who feels very um, childish. Yeah, in I know a way. this has been floated, but I want Zac Efron. Yeah, I I think he's a little yeah. old at this point, though. I don't That's, think so. I think he's young enough. He's mm-hmm. he's yeah. built up. I think I think at one point he would have been the perfect choice. Yeah, I'm just gonna put it out there. What about Chalamet. 
I could see it. Greasy, greasy I little know, Johnny man. Storm. I could see like a little grease yeah, ball. Yeah, little grease ball Johnny Storm. He's got the long hair. He's kind of just rocking out. It depends on. Come on. Because at first yeah. they said they were going to go young, but it sounds like they're going a little bit older. Chalamet. So. Yeah. Because you also need that brother sister thing with Sue. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I don't know. I'm really curious to see what they're going to do with this. Just recast the um, lady from the last one, from Fan Forsick. Yeah. <laughs> what was her name? Kate Mara. Is it Kate Mara? No. Is Marvel. Uh, Maybe it is. Is Marvel doing Comic-Con this year? Are they doing San Diego Comic-Con? They, I think they came back last year, right? They, they did, came yeah. back last year, and they were they made this big deal, and I'm wondering if they're doing it this year, because I feel like we would have heard by now. Maybe. I don't, yeah, I don't remember. But I'm curious, if they do come back, I imagine that's where they're going to announce the cast. I've heard they're going to announce the cast in a few weeks, is what I've heard. I would have thought they would announce it a year ago. It's like, We all thought that. Yeah. Well, I think that but they, it seems like the casting process has been... Who's yeah. directing it now? It's, it's, it's not Peyton Reed it's, anymore, no, It's right? not Peyton Reed anymore. Yeah. No, no, it was never Peyton Reed. It was not, it's not uh, John, John, not John, John Watts. Watts. John Watts, thank you. Peyton yeah. Reed wanted to do oh, it. Oh, no, we made fun of John Watts because he was like, I, w- I don't want to do anything big budget. Yeah, then he and went then to he Star Wars. Wars. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're just jumping to another big budget thing. He's like, yeah, I'm just trying to step away from big budget projects. And it's do- like, it's like John Watts is directed a new Star Wars. I don't want to do big budget franchises. John Watts directs Fast, fast 12. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so I'm really curious to see what they're going to do with that fantastic forecast. Yeah. We'll but, see what they end up doing. Yeah. All right. So moving on. we Brad have Shackman. That's it. That's okay. Yeah, because he did he did one uh, one of it. Yes, he's a good choice. Great show. All right, uh, franchise overall. So, yeah. what are your overall opinions on the entire MCU? This is on? a great phase. This is a really strong phase. Um, outside, maybe the Incredible Hulk is the outlier there, but for me, it's the outlier. But it's a really great phase. It's a strong start to the phase, and um, I think when we compare them against uh, the other four completed ones that we currently have, I, I would probably put this as the second for me my, yep. my second favorite because I, I three slaps yeah. nothing beats the, I mean yeah. three, three slaps three is insane three is, three insane. is a contender but for think, the number one this spot first, on this yeah man. but I think uh, as far as like the phases are concerned this is probably my second favorite just for how like well everything is like meshes together and uh, are they the best movies like ever they're, they're not the best but they're still really enjoyable origin stories yeah. they're really fun they're really interesting and you're invested in the Avengers by the time you get to it. Yeah. So I think it's a strong phase overall. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you. I have such a soft spot in my heart for this phase. Yeah. I think that's what it is too. I think nostalgia yeah. plays a role for me. Because we were seeing these movies in theaters and like yeah. invested. We were. And everything was just like the rampant speculation in my head for what could be coming next was just wide open. Yeah. I, I was so shocked that it was like, you almost feel like... Um, I think as, as a, f- a fan of anything, like a sports team, you invest time in it, they do well, you feel like vindicated almost. Yes, I, all my time and energy spent supporting them, it paid off. For like a fan of this in the beginning, when people aren't really paying that much attention to it, you know, you're watching, you're like, no, this is really cool. They're like connecting these movies. You see this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one is the first one that mainstream audiences, pretty much everybody went and saw this movie. Mm-hmm. And... For the people the Avengers. Who sa- the Avengers. For the Avengers. For the people who saw all the other movies that built up to the end of phase one. You know, it, it was a payoff to get to that. Yeah. Um, and, and you sort of feel vindicated for, for watching all of it. It wasn't a waste of your time. Yeah. And that's how I feel about the phase overall. Like, every single part of it, including, uh, you know, Edward Norton's jaunt in it. It feels like it was just, like, a fun, you know, trip to get to a big tent pole at the end. Yeah. 
And, you know, the entirety of the MCU, I mean, even the bad stuff's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Like, the, the the bar is just much higher. And, yeah. And I think it, it rightfully gets ridiculed because you should ridicule something that's good to make it better. Right. Yeah. So I think there's constructive criticism. But yeah. this phase especially, just a crazy soft spot in my heart. Right. Like, I said to you recently, um, you know, I texted you... Uh, original recipe that you know a couple of days ago when I watched Quantumania and I was and you were like oh like I said I said it in mind we, I, we, I, we I had a little it. back yeah. and forth well yeah. I, I just I just said that like I com- everything you literally said to me mm-hmm. complaints wise I completely agreed with and mm-hmm. I saw I but I think you can agree with me that like it's going to be almost impossible for me to in some way shape or form not enjoy one of these movies like I just I I think obviously some are I think some of these movies. Are genuinely really great movies. Like mm-hmm. Iron Man One is genuinely a really great movie, yeah. right? I think like that. But I but there's some that like even though the, I recognize they have flaws, I recognize they're not bystander good movies. I just am invested at this point. I'm right. 15 years in. I'm invested, and you're gonna have to really fail for me to, in some way, shape, and form, not have some type of entertainment or enjoyment out of these movies. Right. Yeah. So like I liked. The movie, I enjoyed the movie because I just care about the characters and I, I care about the world. there's almost a level of built-in satisfaction. Yeah, we, they, they did a great job of like yeah. f- spoon-feeding you, right? Yeah. And not just shoving you something, you know, like, oh, Batman vs. Superman tries to shove things down your throat. And this is like spoon-feeding you mm-hmm. and, and taking its time, you know what I mean? Uh, just like you would uh, with a baby, you know, because I'm, uh, I'm a father now. Yeah, uh, just in case you're, you're not, not, not... Yeah, he's really putting all his chips on the table. Um, and I want to slap him off. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, I think I think they do a great job with that. So I am invested in just about everything they do. And this phase in general, this specific phase, is a big part of that. Yeah, Because it, sure. it builds up to that. You know yeah. what I mean? So You don't get the other great phases without this. No, if no this absolutely fa- not. If this fa- we said this, I think, last episode. If this phase fails... It's there's no phase it's, two. It's there's over. no phase yeah, three. There, there's no. There's nothing else. And it's this, done. This phase makes the rest better. Because yeah. the rest reference this phase. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. To me, you need you like the the band should be better. It should be good, right? right? It should it should be, right? Like they 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 should at this point be able to make a functionable and 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 well liked movie. They should just it should be on tap. Right. Um. But. I think that even the even the bad stuff to me, like it's just it still has information that you need. It still has stuff that's important. It's still you still have to take it in. Like there's you're, you're good that again. Not to go back to it one more time, and I don't want to linger on it, but that's to me is the quote of the they're fixing it thing, right? That there is still good that can come out of the bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That that's my point of it. Yes. So all right. Does this need, did this need to be a franchise? Yeah, of course. Of course. Yep. Of course. Uh, what are the highest and lowest moments of this franchise? Boy, oh boy. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, like, like, Iron Man's a high. Yeah. Iron Man itself is a high. Like, the movie, the first movie is high. Mickey Rourke's insane performance is kind of a high. <laughs> right? It's kind of a high. We had a lot of fun with that. Mickey Rourke and the, and the cockatoo. Yeah, the, the guy's got it's, it's pure insanity, and it's just insane. Um, Visiting Russian prisons. Yeah, yeah, why not? Why not? Um, Mark Ruffalo's casting for Avengers is a high. Oh, yeah. Uh, The Avengers movie is a high. Um, Sarah Haley Finn. Sarah Haley Finn is a high. Like, her casting. Yeah, I mean, what what is it? Kevin Feige is a high. Kevin Feige's the man. He's the man. Uh, There's so many highs. I heard he's actually just a robot. 
I've seen I've seen mm-hmm. things about that. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got? What, what, what about you guys? Uh, no, I I think the casting yeah. overall around uh, Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth. Oh yeah. Um, all highs. Scarlett Johansson, Jeremy Renner, Nick, uh, Samuel Jackson, Nick Fury. They're all highs. Yeah. Um, the action sequences, all highs. Um, um, Edward Orton is a high. No, I'm kidding. Uh, the movies. The, oh my the, god! The Arctic scene is a high. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Man one, the Avengers, like you know, they're highs. The ending of Thor, the end, the ending of the original Thor, that's a high for me. Um, things like that. What about yeah, you? Seeing all the characters together in the Avengers. Yeah, I think that's a big high for me. Little scene that I love is I just want to call back the scene where Odin banishes Thor. Yeah, in Thor, that's one of my all-time favorite MCU scenes. I love how angry Anthony Hopkins mm. is in it. And how petulant Thor is in yeah. it. That's just a scene that stands out to me. Low is, I would say, you know, we can track what the most hated movie in this phase is. And yeah, let's go. go there. Let's, yeah. Let's, let's, it's the Incredible Hulk. It's Edward Norton. Norton. Incredible Hulk, Hulk is, is, is low. It's, it's low. Edward Norton. The fact that it was a recast role, sort of a waste of a film yeah. almost, kind of yeah. feels like, you know, everything with that. It, that's, it, that is the low. I think that um, the highs far outweigh the lows in this phase, though. Another low, very quickly. Just Joss Whedon. Yeah. Can we say that? Can yeah. we say he's a low Did now? not age well. Did not age well. Yeah. Joss Whedon. Maybe not overall. Oh, we got another high. John Favreau. Yeah. Johnny oh, Favs. Yeah, yeah, Johnny Favs. You got to give Favs his roses, right? Yeah. Give yeah. him his flowers. Um, yeah. I, th- I don't think there's that many lows. A true high. Ike Perlmutter. Ike Perlmutter. Yeah, he's a low. <laughs> Thank he's you very his... much. I know. Ike, you're a low. No, I'm not. He's, I'm at the, he's at the head of the table. <laughs> pulling the strings. Who is the standout performer in this series? Boy, oh boy. There's boy, an boy, obvious boy. answer. I mean, I think the obvious answer is Robert Downey Jr. Right? Because yeah. I kind of think it. he gets the most screen time of all of these heroes. He has two movies and The Avengers, uh, which I believe makes him the longest running. And you you can make that case for RDJ, and I really want to. Uh, uh, and I think, it, I, I think it is him. But My argument but is you're for say, Clark Gregg. Clark Gregg. That's who I was kind of leaning for. I would to. say Tom Hiddleston. Tom That's Hiddleston. Too. Okay. He, well, actually, Clark Gregg's in more nuts. movies, I think. Clark Gregg's in more movies than Robert Downey Jr. Well, he's in more movies, but I don't I know, he doesn't, screen he doesn't, time. He doesn't have screen time. Okay. No, but he's in more movies. I, that's what I meant. Like, I meant RDJ's screen time is the most in Phase yeah. 1. Yeah, I, I, Hiddleston's Loki is iconic. Yeah, it, it is. Um, But we're... Yeah. Look, the reason why I say... I get what you're, what you're saying, because I think... Hiddleston is still going. He's still here. He's, he's one of the longest-running members of this whole thing. Right. Um, obviously, Robert Downey Jr., because without Robert Downey Jr., there is no MCU. MCU. Yeah. I just say Clark Gray because this guy was a nobody. Yeah. He, he, and no offense to him, but like he was just a, he was an actor. Like he his just, role was in nothing. So yeah, his role was nothing. It's not like he, he was cast it, into some good role. And he somehow made... Look at all the other um, you know... Uh, agents that we see that mean nothing, right? right? And he gets a role. He could be. He could have been that guy in the, in the Avengers that just gets kidnapped by you know hypnotized by Loki. He could right? have been Sitwell. Yeah. In a couple movies, there, no one cares. Yeah. I, I, there is. I. I. It probably is Clark Gregg because the well, reason you. Well, the reason you're invested in that moment in Avengers is so emotional when he quote unquote dies. You're like, oh, that's really emotional because of everything we've seen before. I remember when that happened. It was very affecting. Yeah. Fear yeah. because you're like. This guy's been nearly all the yeah. movies previous to this, and he's just gone now. I think there's something to be said about that. Well, yeah. how about this? How about stand-up performer is Robert Downey Jr. Breakout performer is sure. Clark Gregg. Let's do that. We'll add that. Yeah, in. yeah. Um, you can't you can't undervalue RDJ's. Uh, what is the legacy of this franchise? Of the, well, I mean, I guess of this phase. What's this the phase? Yeah. 
I mean, it sets up everything. This literally sets up it's everything we're going to get. Yeah. It's the origins. It's the origins of a cinematic universe. Like, yeah. the thing that didn't not exist. Not just Marvel's cinematic universe, yeah. but a cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. A cinematic universe. Not the MCU, but just, like, the idea that, oh, you can connect all these movies and make a cinematic universe. As we said uh, before, like, everyone was rushing. And, and mm-hmm. still to say, I, I do not think there has been another successful one. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. true. Like, not a single one. We'll see what a James successful can. cinematic, cinematic universe. universe. That's interesting. We'll see what James Gunn can do. Oh, I hope so. No, no, I, yeah. I, I don't even mean that. I just, I think that, you know, I know that's his goal. Yeah. We'll see. I know we had conversations. I think that there's some, you know, I think he needs to make a choice one way or the other. Are you going to yeah, completely reboot that, it or are you going to I'm hoping that he has, uh, like, a diverse type of movies. That's all. Yeah. 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 We'll see yeah. what he does. Yeah. Um, where does this rank on the Bill and Ted scale? Is this total, Is this most excellent or I mean, totally yeah, it's, bogus? It's most excellent, of course. What do you think? Most excellent. Most excellent. Most excellent. We're big fans of Bill and Ted, so we, yeah. we came on. There you go. Excellent. All right. Trivia. Oh, boy. I have some trivia questions for you guys. You're going to nail Ooh. this. I feel like you're going to nail this. One of these is really hard. If you if you know the answer to one of these, I'll be very impressed. He's got it. I know he does. Uh, Look at him. I have one for each movie. Okay. Let's do it. Some of these are really easy. Really easy. Okay. In Iron Man, what is the engraving on the old arc reactor that Pepper gives Tony as a gift? Proof that Tony Stark has a heart. Absolutely. In The Incredible Hulk, what is the name of the soda that is being oh. produced at the factory oh. yeah, that Bruce Banner works at? I don't, I, I oh, don't it, know. Uh, don't know. I can't I don't want to guess. Yeah. Pingo Dose Guarana Soda. Oh, of okay. course. Duh. Stupid us, right? Uh, yeah. Not paying attention to the goddamn soda <laughs> in the stupid factory. In Iron Man 2, what is the fake name that Natasha Romanoff uses to go undercover in Stark Industries? Natalie. Is it just Natalie Romanoff? No. Okay. It's Natalie something, right? I don't know. Natalie Rushman. Oh, okay. well, that's creative. Russian. In Thor, uh-huh. what is the name of the frost giant king and Loki's biological father? Laufey. Yeah. Name all of the members of the Howling Commandos other than Bucky Barnes. Dum Dum Dugan. Give me one besides Dum Dum. If you give me one besides Dum Dum Dugan. Dum Dum Dugan. That's easy. Dum Dum Dugan. Then there's the one that just has like a one like a share type name, but I don't know what it yeah. is. Yeah, a share type. It's just one. one it's yeah. just the first. I don't, there, there isn't. Oh, okay. No, no, Fandral. <laughs> 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 All right, we have Dum Dum Dugan, Gabe Jones, Jim Marita, James Montgomery, Fallsworth, and Jacques yeah. Dernier. I mean, come on. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, what is the name of the group that acts as Nick Fury's super superiors and makes the call to send the nuke to New York? Oh, is that the? Um, is it just the World Council? World Security Council. Okay. Oh. Okay. All cool. right. That is it. All right. Well, we did not do well. <laughs> no. He blew that. Uh, all right. Really blew that. I guess what time it is, my friend. It's time to do some film rankings. <sighs> the tablet's out. Get the tablet out. Oh. That's the, we brought it with us. We, we brought it with us. It's here. Yeah. The tablet's here. The beauty of the um, table. So we have to rank this franchise. <laughs> yeah. So we have six films. Okay. We kind of went through this, but, uh, you know. Uh, what are you? So what, number six. It's the Incredible Hulk. Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Right in the stone. Uh, number five. I'm not going to do that every time. <laughs> <laughs> number five. Uh, we agreed that this was uh, Captain America. Captain America, Captain first America. Avenger. Yeah. First Avenger. Yeah. Number four. Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2, yeah. 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 Uh, number three. Thor. Thor. 
Yeah, I would agree with Thor. Yeah. Number two. This is where we're going to have some uh, issues, I think. Yep. I'm putting the Avengers. I agree two. with you. Yeah. I would disagree yeah. staunchly. Say it. Majority rules. <laughs> Majority rules, <laughs> baby. Majority rules. Uh, democracy. Uh, and number one. Uh, Iron Man. Okay, very good. Um, okay, well, now we have to rank this franchise. Yeah. This is the 17th <laughs> franchise that we've covered here. Is that it? 17th. Are you going to read all 17? I am going to, because oh. we agreed we're going to do it up to 20. Yeah, that's true. So, we did agree. Uh, and I also, he's not, you know, I know you don't actively listen to the show. Uh, so uh, I want to give you an idea I want to hear. Um, of where we've been with our uh, with Just our don't yell at us. Um, well, last, what, time, uh, last time we did this, we got yelled at by John. Uh, I'm interested to see your opinions on this. <laughs> we're gearing up. So, uh, <laughs> so we have 16 so far ranked. This is 17. So yeah. 16. Uh, we have uh, Fantastic Beasts. So are you saying this in order? Or this no? is from worst to best. I was ready to freak the to best. Yeah, okay. Fantastic Beasts is one. Yeah, Fantastic Beasts, where it should be. Sixteen. Fifteen. Fifty Shades of Grey. You didn't fight for that to be uh. higher. <laughs> I just like Freed. Uh, Fourteen. Freed would be my number one movie if I. Yeah. Fourteen. Pitch Perfect. Thirteen. Home Alone. Well, this is the whole franchise. This right? is the whole franchise. The whole franchise. Yeah, the whole, it's, it's not. It's not one movie. Okay, go ahead. Whole franchise. Twelve. Night at the Museum. Uh, Eleven. Leprechaun. 10, Austin Powers. 9, The Matrix. 8, Ghostbusters. Whole franchise, remember that. Whole franchise. The whole franchise. It's not franchise. just one movie. Uh, 7, The Terminator. Okay. 6, Pirates of the Caribbean. Hmm. 5, Shrek. Hmm. 4, Bill and Ted. 3, The Before Trilogy. You guys really have Bill and Ted high. Yeah. We love uh, Bill and we, Ted. I love <laughs> What was the next one? Uh, 3 is The Before Trilogy. With Ethan Hawke and uh, Julie Delpy. It's three. They're, rom- they're like romance movies. They're really good. Interesting. Okay. Highly recommend them. Two. The Fast and the Furious. Oh. And one, Harry Potter. Wow. Okay. What do you think of that? So every time you're aware that Fast and the Furious is too high. No, it's not. It's not. Okay. Um, every time, every time <laughs> we'll we... See how, we'll, wait, my, we'll see how fast that's going. Here's the thing. My favorite thing about reading this off to people is how hard they judge us. I know. I know. <laughs> they stare at us like, What? Why would it be that low? But I think what we're all missing is that it's the franchise overall. overall. And I think if you watched every movie... We have movie, the number one movies ranked I think as well. You, That's I next. think if you watched every movie in the franchise, you might agree and go, yeah. okay, maybe this is Have you seen strong. every Home Alone movie? Yeah. Have you seen all six? I understand the Home Alone should be low. <laughs> yeah. Because of the... The first movie's an absolute classic. Yeah, no, no, no. I agree with you. That's why I asked you franchises. Yes. yes. Yeah. What do, you, what do you think of that ranking? I'm curious to know your... What you, you, oh, you all seen? the ones you read off? Yeah. So... I could understand how Leprechaun could be a sneaky... It, it was. A sneaky yeah. one. I enjoyed those movies yeah. when I saw them. Yeah. I get it. I think Fast and the Furious is egregiously <laughs> I don't think so. It's also the first one we ever did, so it kind of holds a special place in our hearts. I think but Fast 5 is a fantastic movie. Yeah. I think Fast 1 is good. I think... I've rewatched most of these movies going of, in I think when you re- I think when you watch Fast and Furious... Uh, one by one and you watch all the films and you see the connectivity you go holy crap this is good. Yeah, they do a really good job it's, of it's connecting it's a pretty layered because we're looking for like how they connect things are and how you they build up things Hobbs and Shaw it things is like yeah, that. yeah we made we mistakes there yeah we, we I, don't yeah that's that's a I think I think Hobbs and Shaw yeah but it's still but but five six and seven outweigh all of that so okay I, it's, Look, it's, it's, it's your it. list, yeah, and mm-hmm. I respect your list. Is that is that the biggest issue though? Is Fast and yeah, Furious? I think the Fast and the Furious is like a, like a cancer on your list. That's yeah. Otherwise, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but hey, it's hey. your list. It's your list. It's your I respect list. it. 
Um, so where do you think? That's the most where do you think? Thing ever. It's your list. It's your list. <laughs> where do you think MCU Phase One goes? Um, it's high. Do you, would you say it's, it's number one or no? I can't put it above oh, Harry man. Potter. I, th- I think Harry Potter is rightfully number one. It's either just below Fast just or above just it. above it. It's one. So of here's the thing, guys. You I know you're going to say above because it's already egregiously <laughs> high. You guys can make this list so much better today. We by could, just putting it at three, and I think I think three is a reasonable number. Oh, it's it's. I think it's at least three. It's oh, at it's, le- it's, it's at least three. three. It's no, at least no, three. I'm saying you put Avengers at two, and then Fast is three. Oh, uh, uh, putting Fast at three, and then that you say putting the MCU at. Oh, he's using seems, the Avengers as MCU again. Yeah. Just okay. seems a bit more reasonable. So uh, majority vote. It's, it, well, is, the, do, is <laughs> so that what you want to do? I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to fight you. I, I'm interested. I, I want to have conversation. My vote is to put it at two. Here's the thing. There are better movies in Phase One than there are throughout the, all of Fast. Um, I think Fast has a couple. Fast of, has two five five star movies. I'm fully aware. I have a deeper love for MCU than I, I get Fast. it. I, I'm and not going to more nostalgia, and I really like. Uh, I think if we averaged everything out, we'd find Fast might be lower. Mm-hmm. But who knows? Um, well, look, I think MCU is too. We're gonna look. We're, we're eventually going to soon. I imagine. Going to be having a conversation. We're going to have to reopen fast, like soon, yeah. because and X I is gonna, out. I think it might drop. Yeah, that's just me. But we'll see. I, we'll see. Um, I I want MCU too. I'm saying right. with you. I wanted it too. Thank you, sir. That's fine. I'm, I'm, I am okay with that. MCU Phase One. I like your list overall. Two. There's some good franchises in there. Egregious. But now we have. <laughs> now. It was just my opinion. We're going to rank the number one movies. Okay. So you can hear our number one. But these are the movies, the individual movies. Okay. It's an individual film. You what? might be... A, you, we'll see. It's going to piss him off. Number 16. <laughs> <laughs> number 16. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Same thing. Low to high. Okay. okay. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. This is, the, this is the best movie in each franchise ranked amongst each other. Okay? Okay. So you're giving me Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. It's the best movie in the Fantastic Beasts franchise. So oh, this is top to bottom. Yeah, no, no, this is bottom. This bottom is to worse stays to top. bottom to top. So the movies that we ranked within the franchise, we have a number one movie. That's what we're ranking here. That, we're taking the number, number one. So Iron Man was our selection. Name in the top one yeah. for yes. each one. Yeah, yeah. that's easy. Yeah. And we're just gonna go sixteen to. So Iron Man is our number one from the MCU. Right so up. that's gonna get put on the list. Perfect. So since sixteen, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Fifteen, Fifty Shades Freed. Fourteen, Pitch Perfect One. That's fair. 13, Leprechaun 3. No comment. 12, Austin Powers, International International Man of Mystery. 11, this is what upset John, The Matrix at number 11. <laughs> of the Matrix trilogy? Yeah. Is it the first one? No, the first Matrix. One? The first Matrix. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. But it's number 11. This is, I know people think that's low. But, um, I don't think so. 10, Night at the Museum, Battle of the Smithsonian. That's a good choice. That is a good choice. That's, that's a good... That, it's the best. So it's can I ask a question the best. before you keep going? So... These are the top movies in all the ones. Yeah. So these could be in different order than the other ones. These are, yeah, yeah. Some of these are in the same places, but they a Got lot it. of them are. Right. As we get to the top, a lot of them are in different order. Nine, Ghostbusters, the first okay. one. Eight, Home Alone. Oh, that feels low, but okay. Seven, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. You're a Bill and Ted fans. Okay, that's fine. I, people really love it. Six, Terminator 2, Judgment Day. That should be high, yeah. Mm. Five, Before Sunset. Haven't seen it. Can't comment. Four Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Man's Chest. What? No. I knew that. Was gonna, <laughs> yeah, I knew that was going to be it. I'm a huge fan of Dead so Man's I Chest. So I am a bigger Dead Man's Chest fan than a lot of people. I'm a huge. I actually really love. I think Dead Man's Chest is a masterpiece. 
Wow. He, he truly does, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think Black Pearl is unbeatable. It's, it, I think it beats the shit out of it. Okay. <laughs> Three. Shrek 2. Oh, come on. What's I that? I hear you. Come on. It's just funny. Shrek two. two. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. And number one. Interesting choice out of all the Harry Potter. Um, that, it's that, a good I, one. I was, I'm, I'm a Deathly Hallows part it's one. It's so like... So, I, so Prisoner, Prisoner of Azkaban number three. Prisoner of Azkaban wins because I think that it's the one that captures the wizarding world best. I don't disagree. And I think it looks really good. And I think you get to see wizards and witches doing mundane things that you don't see in any of the other movies. And I know there's other films that are really great, but there's just something really special about three. And I think Harry, it's also the crowd pleaser. Like she was like, "Oh, I like that." It's the crowd pleaser. She loves Azkaban. Yeah, it's the. Crowd, I think it's the that it's pleaser. like, yeah, I love the tone shift in three. Yeah, like that's really cool. Yeah, it's like just it's like personal preference. I think there it, it, it totally. What makes is your sense. personal favorite Harry Potter? Movie? Mine is. Um, I actually really like Half Blood Prince. That's oh, fascinating. Yeah, I, like okay, cool. I really it's lo- a good movie. I love the Snape yeah. lore. Yeah. I love that stuff. But uh, our number one movie. You love four, yeah. yeah. The number one movie is Number honestly. one, number one movie. Almost two. Number two is Prisoner of Azkaban. Almost three, I'm sorry. As uh, Shrek 2. Okay, fine. Number one, number one movie, Fast Five. Well, that's egregiously high. <laughs> no, <laughs> it is not. Fast Five. Fast Five is a great movie. It's incredible. Fast Five is a great movie. Fast Five. I didn't say it was egregiously high. I think Fast Five script should be taught on how to write an action movie. I do think it's shocking. I think it's that the fast blueprint on how to write a good action movie. So okay, <laughs> let's talk real quick. So Fast Five. Yes. Is it a great movie? It is. I yes. think so. It yes. is. It is. Could I see it in your top five? Yes. Could I see it in your top three? I wouldn't, but you love it, so yes. Top two, maybe. Maybe even. One, maybe. Home Alone at eight. Mm-hmm. And it's so a holiday classic. Home There's Alone no is seven spots worse than Fast Five. Yep. Something, it's, it's there's got to be an order, it man. Feels so gotta be an order. The problem with that's the only okay, that's okay. the main issue. I the think. problem with Home Alone is that it's really to me only a holiday movie. Whereas yeah. Fast Five is an anytime we, movie. We watched Home Alone in like September too, so like it's it wasn't Christmas when we watched it. Right. Well, I would say I could watch Home Alone anytime, but I think that I don't know. Does it matter? Is, that, mean, your, is I, that your argument? I, yeah. I, I could put. I <laughs> Does could it put, matter? I could put Fast Five on when I'm upset, when I'm angry, well, when I'm happy, I, I, when I'm, I'm sad. Like, just, the movies themselves. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it matters if one makes more sense in a season. No, I get what you're saying. I just think I I think that. Um, I, look, man, uh, it's tough. It's tough to rank. Something's got to be ranked above something, right? Yeah. And it's just how this. This is how it came up naturally. Every time we give and it has to be. List, they get so angry. It has to be a collaborative effort. We have to agree on it. We've had conversations on this stuff. Yeah. yeah. I tried to put uh, the Museum Battle of the Smithsonian underneath Matrix. That was his call. Yeah. Um. Thank you. Thank you very much. Which is fine. I'm okay. I with respect it. your list. Thank you. I think Fast Five is genuinely great. I, I understand why it's high up. I just, I guess it's, the ranking everybody is at different has a, times Everybody too. has a movie that we've done that sticks out to them. Yeah, right? Home yeah. Alone's the one that sticks out yeah. to me because I, I think preference. that's like an all-time classic. Yeah, and I get that. And yeah, I think among I, I think among yeah. holiday movies, I think it is. I just think yeah. I think that there's. Did you discount that for being a holiday movie? It, it, it a just little bit. a little okay, bit. Yeah, yeah a, little bit. a little bit. I think Fair I think it, it, it it's most effective at a certain point of the year. Yeah, and I think some of these movies, like Terminator Two, is an anytime movie. Well, Terminator Two, yeah, yeah. It's f- okay, yeah. so 
Can we rank Iron Man? Yes. I would love yeah. to jump into all of this, but let's let's rank Iron Man. Look, man. It's high. It's high. It's high. It's really right. high. All right. So we'll start at the top. Is it is it better than Fast Five? No. Okay. Is it better than Prisoner of Azkaban? It's possible. Is it better than Trek 2? Yeah. You think it's better than Trek 2? Uh, yeah, I do. I okay. respect your list, so I would not fight for it to be number one. I would put it above Shrek 2. Okay. I can't put it above Prisoner of Azkaban. Harry Potter's all time. Okay. So I, I would... Do you have an issue with it going to... No! I'm getting... I, I a just... I know. I just... I probably personally would... <laughs> I mean, look. I I think a lot of these a lot of these top movies are they're they're, they're five stars uh-huh. for me, and I think that and Shrek Two is a five star for yeah, us. It is, yeah, it but is. It, it doesn't. We don't have it, this. Doesn't follow the star ratings. It's it. There's a difference between like entertainment value and and like critic critical rating. Yeah, and where you rank it. Yeah, I so. look. I love Shrek Two. I really do, and I think it's an incredible movie. And this isn't about star rankings, but there is something really unique about Iron Man that Mm -hmm. is uh, special, and I think it really stands out. And uh, I would fight for that over Shrek 2 any day, because I think that is just... I don't know. I I think it's maybe a more important movie at the end of the day than Shrek 2 is. I agree. Um, And I think that alone puts it in the top three. Man, I'm not going to argue with you. Okay. I'm I'm just making... I don't have the strength. I'm a father. Okay. Yeah. But... uh, (laughs) Okay. So we want to put. Do you want to put it over Azkaban? Uh, no. So I don't it's, think it's going to be three then. It's three. So I don't Shrek, think I can do Azkaban. So Shrek two is now four, and Iron Man is now three. Yeah. Are you okay with that? I'm fine with it. You sound hurt. No, I, I'm not hurt at all. I I am completely okay with any any of it. Okay. I'm really not upset with anything. Already. Just cool. don't touch Fast Five. Well, we won't touch Fast Five. Is there any movie that could usurp it? I don't. We don't know. Yeah. I'm sure we will hit it. Are but you serious? Yeah, I'm sure you we don't will. think Infinity War or Endgame would. Well, we're not there yet, but I we're we're yeah. 17 franchises in, and nothing's beat it yet. Yeah, fair enough. So, I mean, we haven't been doing like the cream of the crop, though. No, no. <laughs> I'm not sitting here. <laughs> it's not like we're like doing Star Wars. Talking and this. real facts. Like, yeah. like sitting here. Yeah, well, no, it's yeah. just like he's like he's like nothing's beat it. It's like we did Leprechaun no. this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our, this year's consisted of Leprechaun, Fifty Shades of Grey, like I mean, Austin like, Powers. You, you know what I mean? It's like, what do you it's really think point. it's going to beat it? Like it's we're not exactly point. picking like the best franchises to possibly <laughs> beat it. No, but it beat a Harry Potter movie. It's beat an MCU movie. Like it, it's it's beat some. No, I'm not going to sit here and say it's going to hold the spot forever because I know it's not. All right, what we have to do next is we have to make an announcement. This is exciting. This is the thing I've been doing this is, this is for your months. Thing. This is your I've thing. Been in the mud. I've been in the mud for months doing this. I've been working on this franchise for a while. Yeah. I'm very excited about it. I've done a lot of information. I have a lot of information. God, I do. It's something I'm very passionate about and I love very much. Unfortunately, you won't be able to touch uh, the greatest movie uh, that features this character, uh, as you've referenced it before. <laughs> Uh, we're doing Batman. Hey. hey, this is the first time we're hey. doing. This is the first time we're doing a, a brand. A brand. Yeah, a I. Brand. Uh, this is a big deal for me personally. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much it is for you. No, for me, yes, uh, very much. This so. is my. This is my guy. This is my hero. This is the. This is the dude. Um, Super summer, baby. Yeah, yeah, summer. I I have a very personal connection to uh, Batman. Uh, do I want to share it here? I guess I do. I'll I'll talk about it. I can share my personal <coughs> connection as to why this matters. Yeah, as a kid. Uh, my grandfather had this record uh, of the Batman TV show from the 60s and he would put this record on and he would just like play Batman with me essentially and uh, I was very close to my grandfather's kid and it meant a lot to me at that time and I just kind of attached myself to that hero in a way 
and uh, passed away. I was like four or five years old when he passed Aww. away. And it just kind of is something that I, it's just kind of like a memory for me that I've always had. And mm-hmm. uh, I've just always had this memory of Batman and I've always kept it with me. And it's just kind of this hero that I've always gone back to and followed. And uh, I'm excited to do this. Man, that's a beautiful story. Thank you. It's thank a beautiful you. story. And, and thank you for thank you for sharing. So I'm excited to do this. Yeah. That's why I'm excited. So to do, do you want to so this is a brand. So there obviously there's like series inside this mm-hmm. brand. But we're covering more than just that. So do you want to sure. give us a rundown of Good what God. exactly? Cuz I know myself I'm still kind of like You still don't know. What are we doing? Yeah, so we're starting with uh, the 1960s Batman movie with yes. Adam West wow. and Burt Reynolds. Uh not which, Burt Reynolds. Uh, not Burt Reynolds, Burt Ward. Um, <laughs> it's late. Uh, in which Batman fights a shark. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be fun. Uh, shark repellent. Uh, then we're going to go to 89 Batman with uh, Mr. Keaton and Mr. Burton and Mr. Nicholson. And then we're going to go to Batman Returns. And then we're doing uh, uh, Batman Forever. Yep. And then Batman and Robin, the greatest mm-hmm. Batman movie ever made. Batman and Robin, George Clooney, Bat Nipples. Then we're doing Mask of the Phantasm. Yep. And then we're doing the Nolan trilogy. Yep. Batman Begins, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, all great yep. movies. Yep. Yep. Uh, then we're doing the Lego Batman movie. Uh, then we're doing Catwoman <laughs> and Joker in one episode, <laughs> which you're very excited for. <laughs> you can't wait. Um, we're going to do that. That's going to be oh, fun. Man. And then we're going to end it with the Batman, yep. uh, the Robert Pattinson, uh, so recent, we're, we're recent, here which I'm very excited to talk about. That's... That's going to be a great conversation. I'm excited for that one. We're going to be here for a while. This is the rest of our summer. Yeah. <laughs> this is the rest of our summer. Literally, this, 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 this is 15 will, movies? This will lead into our uh, Spooktober. Yeah. This literally, it's... It's that long. <laughs> I've done a lot of research. Um, I'm done. I, I just want to be done with it. I'm kind of at that point. But I'm excited to talk about these movies and yeah. watch them all. I haven't... The only... Have you seen... How many of these have you seen? I have seen... I haven't seen the 60s movie. I have seen the 60s movie. I've, I think I've seen... I think I've seen all of them. I've seen all of them too, except the 60s movie. I've seen the 60s movie. It's a trip. Yeah, I know that. It's a trip. I've been watching the show, though. I've been watching I've the been 60s watching. show recently. It's a, it's it's a trip. Yeah, yeah, it's a trip. I can't wait to do it. But uh, yeah, we're doing Batman. I'm really excited to do it. it it's going to be a big deal, yeah. man. It's, yeah. it's really interesting. Um, and I can't wait to do it. It's yeah. going to be fun. fun. Yeah. You have any, since you're not joining us, do you have any mm-hmm. thoughts on Batman you want to throw out there real quick before we wrap this up? Um, I, you know, I, I'm excited to see the flash. Yeah. <laughs> the flash will be good. Yeah. yeah. We but get one more, one yeah. more bat flash. That actually reminds me. So let's, let's talk about why we're not doing the greatest Batman movie ever made in your opinion. Uh, and why we're not doing BVS is because <laughs> we are, um, considering uh, that part of the Snyderverse and the Snyderverse yeah. we're removing separately. Not so, the Snyderverse, the DCU. The DCU EU. Yeah. But let's get our facts straight. Yeah. Um, DCU, so there's no so movies that may uh-huh. feature Batman, but also, you know, that tie into a different universe. So sure. it's like how, when we, eventually when we get there in the MCU, we'll do Spider-Man: Homecoming, Far From Home, No Way Home, but not Spider-Man One, Two, Three, Spider-Verse. Yeah, the other Spider-Verse. Yeah, exactly. Um, so like it's it's a it's a separate universe, so no BVS, no Justice League, yeah. no Flash yeah. Yeah. will be covered in this. Gotcha. I'll throw my 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 hot takes here. Agree or disagree? Go for it. So just agree or disagree. Okay. The Joker with Joaquin Phoenix is overrated. Agreed. Yes. Okay. Yes. And it's a Martin Scorsese ripoff movie. Yes. That's exactly what it is. Yes. It's Taxi Driver meets like the King of Comedy. That's all and it is. Fully ado will redefine cinema. Yes or no? <laughs> Hard disagree. Hard agree. 
I'm just kidding. No, I'm kidding. It's not going to. As soon as he said it was a musical, I was out. Fair enough. Yeah. I was. And then, I don't think it's going to do that. Last last one here. Uh-huh. The Batman with Robert Pattinson is kind of overly stylized and depressing. Disagree. Agree and disagree. Disagree. I get okay. it, but that's effective. I... It, it, it is that way, but <laughs> it's effective. I didn't say if it was good or bad. Yeah. it's it's. It, I agree that it is that way, but it's, it works. Yes. Okay. I agree that it works. Uh... I have very high opinions about that movie. Interesting. Um, okay. And, uh, I'm very excited to do it. Yeah. I love the Riddler. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I do too. I like the Penguin too. Oh, are they continuing? Colin they Farrell's doing the show. Yeah, it's in production. So they're actually continuing that whole verse? It is, yes. It's yeah. a, it's a, it's he's, a, see, that's he's, he's currently filming a Penguin show. Well, it got um, shut down. Well, it got shut down, yes, for the writer's strike. But he's uh, doing, he's currently doing a Penguin show and the, they're doing the Batman part two for 2025. That's better to me because that in and of itself, I just like I left it sort of wanting to see more. Yeah. Them continuing it, I'm actually excited yeah, to see it. It's going to be good. Did they announce a villain? Uh, I have not, not heard a sure. villain. There was rumors of a Clayface or something. With There's Clayface. rumors of Clayface. There's rumors of Court of Owls. There's rumors oh. of Hush as well. Oh. Hush okay. would be f- baller. Yeah. Um, and they do that. They have that little Easter egg in uh, the Batman. Yep. With uh, his character Hush. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. I hope they do Hush, because that, that would be unbelievable. I'm excited now, and I will yeah. listen. I'm excited to listen to uh, the uh, the Batman stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Can you check out these Marvel episodes? Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Yeah, so Batman. That's what we're doing. All right. I can't wait, man. Ugh. It's going to be a, a long summer. It's going to be enjoyable. Does that mean in October you have to actually watch a horror movie? We're doing... Um, we're doing... Uh, I'm excited for that. Yeah, I will be doing a horror movie that I can handle. There you go. I cannot. They're great, they're great movies, though. I'm going to edit. Just it's put a bleep great. over it. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. So, uh, all right. Closing comments on MCU before we wrap this up. Let's do it. Uh, it's an incredible phase. I really love it. I love that we got to go back to the origins and uh, kind of watch how this universe was built. I'm one day excited to get to phase two so I can mm-hmm. share my thoughts on yeah. why I think it is kind of split down the middle. Because um, I think they start to lean into things that don't work in that phase. But this phase is really strong. Uh, I really love it. And I cannot wait to uh, uh, to come back to it one day if awesome. we ever do a revisit. But of course. Loved it. Awesome. Closing comments? MCU is a very special place in my heart. My favorite film franchise. My favorite cinematic universe. My favorite characters. You know, I started watching it. I think everybody here did when we were a lot younger. Mm-hmm. And it's followed us for... 10 plus years. Yeah, 15, and, yeah. Yeah, and I think most of it has been really satisfying payoff. Um, and it's just given us hours and hours and hours of entertainment. And most of the time, it's good entertainment. Yeah. So uh, I think it's a good way to spend your time. And um, it's just something that, uh, you know, I'm happy to have started from the beginning. And that I'm happy we get to keep going back with new stuff. And yeah. I'm excited to... Visit phase two down the road. Awesome. Danielle, closing comments on the MC? Sure. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Um, I only started watching the MCU because of Andrew. I knew Andrew. Are you new Andrew? Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't know what it was before that. How much time do we have? No, no, no. I, I just, love it. just talk. Fun. Do whatever you want. I had a good time watching uh-huh. all of them, and I'm happy because it's all paying off now. And the movies are great. 
There you go. Cool. I love Thor. What a sell. You love a uh, big fan of Captain America, right? Uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, you got something for us? Oh, look, man. Uh, I love these movies. Mm-hmm. I uh, love this face. Uh, I love you guys. Love you too, man. Love you this too. was a great. This was really this nice was game. Special. All I, of us getting to see look, each other. Man. This was special. You know what? It was. Let's special. take a quick detour. It was Thank special. you for being here. Yes, this was really you. special to have you here. Thank look, you man. Uh, I really appreciate it. I know. You know, we'll, we're no, we're not afraid to pull back the curtain. Scheduling was a little difficult with certain things. Um, well, you're a father now. I'm a father now, um, and I appreciate you guys being flexible. And you know, we had some late nights. Yeah. I know it's been a little tough. This is one of them. So it is, and I apologize <laughs> for that. But this uh, is a blast. I appreciate you guys sacrificing your time and being here, and it's it means a lot. Hey, to me. It means a lot for you guys to invite me on. Hey, it's been really nice talking to you guys, seeing you guys. Yeah, looking forward to doing it. Yes, again. Right, well, we got to listen out of it, so you know, yeah. it's all good. Yeah, cool. All right. Close thank you out, for listening. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you, Andrew, again. Thank Absolutely. you, Tony, and we appreciate everybody for their support. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and more. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at FranchiseMePod. You can see all of our rankings on Letterboxd, FranchiseMe, just one word. And you can send us an email, FranchiseMePod at gmail.com. Give us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. Give us your feedback so we can get better each week. Make sure you check out our bonus series a year in franchises and come back next week as we start our journey into the night and discuss Batman, 1966. Just very quickly, I want to just chime in here that... <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! I...